0: We've been close now. Arguably, we could have won the Games. We're ready to take the next step. Nothing to fear.
1: And it's Rogic. Yeah! And it's a familiar story.
2: Yeah! Callum McGregor and Celtic yeah! are in a rush to reach
1: the final. Yeah! Moussa Dembele...
2: on the Perfect penalty.
0: From start to finish we dominated.
2: <laughs>
0: I, I don't think they fancied it. From <laughs> the first minute to the last and we were outstanding.
1: <laughs> it was pretty much men versus boys at the end of the day. They were ran into the ground by Celtic. They were chasing shadows. Is someone try to kid everybody on here? There's not a togetherness. Chasing shadows. Graham Murray is not good enough. The manager's not good enough. Their players aren't good enough. Chasing shadows. I, I don't think they fancy that. Windas come on the, the day. Disappeared as usual. Candias. Uh, disappears. Morellis. Uh, Kandias Disappeared as usual Morelis when does come on the, the day Chasing shadows Is someone tried to kid everybody on here? There was a, a squabble between Docker and Morelis I don't know what was going on there Pretty much men versus boys Chasing shadows Is someone tried to kid everybody on here? There's not a togetherness I wouldn't give any Rangers players pass marks Is someone tried to kid everybody on here? Come on! <laughs> no disrespect, Andy Halliday's a Rangers fan. He was out his depth. Candias, uh, he was out his depth. When does come on the, the day? He was out his depth. Morelos, he was out his depth. No disrespect, Andy Halliday's a Rangers fan. Andy Halliday's a Rangers fan. Andy Halliday's a Rangers fan. No disrespect. Uh, it's a lonely place standing on the sideline when that's going on. The manager's not good enough. No disrespect. And the holidays are Rangers fan. 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 No disrespect
2: to be the man you gotta beat the man and i'm saying i'm the man Woo! Woo!
3: Woo! hello and welcome to the 90 minute cynic podcast i am your host M. quiet T- please off to a bad start people speaking that's n- not even my fault this time bud no no i blame the guests blame the guests love it well that's don't even say one word until now yeah, there was a He that. moved some paper. He moved some paper. Very unprofessional. We've got a guy drinking on, on set. Sorry. On set now because we've got a camera. Hello and welcome to... I regret that. <laughs> Put a thumbs up to the camera. What a dickhead. Uh, hello and welcome to the 90 Minutes Inic podcast. I'm your host, Chris Gallagher. Uh, I'm joined by a, a workmanlike uh, panel. Um, and Boud as well. Boud's here. 38th minute. Boud's getting fired just wait for it uh, Chris Bowd. pleasure
4: I don't know if it's a pleasure for me if I'm honest
3: well listen you, you've been slacking recently um, etc I don't know if, I, don't, I don't think this storyline's gonna, gonna no. is this angle gonna work
4: uh, it isn't because you're leading it and
3: do you know what else I love when people are on podcasts and they choose your gum. gum it's the best Chris Bowd, there ladies and gentlemen this is one of the reasons he's getting fired Kieran Haran, the prim the proper he's wearing pink he looks terrific he could be on a holiday in Malaga or I wish I was on holiday for a bit of sunshine. Look, we've got sunshine. My luck. Sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. But Kieran, pleasure. You've not been in a while, but you'll get back in the flow, no question. Uh Dermot Coyle. Hi, cheers. For yep. what? <laughs> Having
5: us here. I'm always I'm always happy to be on. Yeah, he does he yeah, he's just a, glad to be asked.
3: Listen, hey, he just wants to be part of the team. He brings informative, insightful opinions, but see at the end of the day, just happy to be on the team. Exactly. Dresses like he's from the fifties, it's terrific. Yep. Um <coughs> <laughs> Death of a salesman, bout. <laughs> is that you, actually?
4: Oi!
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Death was of Off to a terrible start. I'll be honest. Yeah. It's it's a, we
0: beat hand. Rangers. Let's talk about. Yeah, that. it's great, isn't
4: it? No. Um, we're going to get you,
0: your, your rig parked
3: on the back somewhere?
0: My rig.
4: Oh, aye. You've got a cap on. Cap like You're sort of on that big trucker.
3: Uh, is that uh, popular? Is that fashionable? I think,
5: I think it like is in the West End.
3: Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, fashion is a. Uh, uh, subjective, Chris. It's really subjective.
4: It is. It is. <laughs>
3: when did you become so quiet?
4: I'm uh, well, subjectively quiet.
3: Yeah, well, you we're getting your P45 at the end of the show. 38th minute. Uh, okay, so we're going to start by, uh, obviously we're going to get to the Rangers game because uh hilarious um also going to touch on just rangers we've decided just to touch on rangers um for a bit of fun uh looking at the sbl fixtures we also have an interesting like like every every week We have got an interesting segment at the end of the show we've got a, a celtic 11 segment kieran has got a penny i can see there's cogs moving in his in his brain maybe not a lot maybe, maybe very slowly maybe it's, maybe it's just one cog but it's a it's a cog and that support. Why yeah. are you looking? Demons. I'm, looking I'm, so I'm just
5: thinking that a, thinking a cog. Huh? It Lubric doesn't. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't really work if there's just one cog because it might turn another cog. So you'd be as well off with just a single wheel. Just happy to be here. Yeah. So exactly.
3: In terms of just being happy to be here, how about you shut your fucking mouth then, then? Okay.
4: Yep.
3: Posh boy trying it's to be.
4: His cog knowledge. Cog went to university. Learning uh, about uh, cogs. University of cog. Doesn't work. Like
3: cog no. down at the wheelhouse. No, it's a big Jeez. cheese down at the f- Cracker Factory. Yeah. Uh, okay, back to... There's a lot of people who've switched off and I can completely understand. Uh, for Okay, so the first question I'm going to ask um, is a kind of simple question, um, but it has many kind of... I'm sure you'll have different opinions on it. Um, who do you think is going to finish second in the Scottish Premier League this season? Uh, I've given you all a copy of the league table. Um... So let's just look at the league table. Obviously, Celtic are top. Um, Rangers are currently second. Aberdeen are third. Hibs, Kilmarnock, um, and Hearts make the top six. Um, obviously, Celtic are th- one victory away from the title. Who do you think is going to finish second? Uh, I'm probably. I'm going to go with Chris Bowd first, um, because there's a lot of interesting fixtures coming up, um, which we can get to and focus on a little later in the show, but Top, you know, what's your instinct?
4: Um, my instinct is that Rangers and Aberdeen will struggle, Aberdeen particularly, oh. just in the, obviously the split, Aberdeen are atrocious against those top teams Rangers aren't fantastic so I I think it will be Hibs and Rangers battling it out for second place
3: uh, Kieran, your thoughts? Um,
0: I think it's actually for the first time probably ever it's been an exciting battle for second, third, fourth and Kamara slightly just out but he, these teams will will take points off each other so it's not I don't think either one of them is going to run away with second place because I think Hibs at times can be a bit too inconsistent yeah agreed however I think we will struggle against them on Saturday um, we'll get I think that.
4: struggle
0: I think they'll, they'll take points off Rangers Rangers will take points off Aberdeen. Camanagh, um, I think, could be in there as well. I mean, that's Kermannock, They have not. The um, they have not lost yet in twenty eighteen. I don't think, have they?
3: No, I don't believe they have.
0: So oh, what was it seven points? Kelly are behind. It? So it seven points. It's Kelly are seven. If oh. Kelly were see if Kelly were a win closer. I was fancy their chances of actually becoming second, but I know they're a wee bit too far out. I've got a funny feeling. Hibbs might sneak it I think it'll, I, I think it's definitely going to come down to the last game of the season when Rangers travel to Easter yeah, Road like and I think the winner of that will finish second Interesting
5: uh, Dermot yourself I think it'll be Hibs uh, I think Rangers are going to struggle I, I'm not sure that uh, Marty's going to get a kind a bounce back to form from them after the weekend there. So
3: a lack of bounce back ability
5: uh, I Definitely uh, I think Aberdeen have generally been a bit poor recently Kilmarnock are the form team but they're just they're just a bit too far away, points wise, to do it. Uh, considering it's all good sort to of all top six games, because they're playing each other as well. That's it games, games yeah. I think Hearts will take points off quite a few of them.
0: You know, you were saying about how you might find that Marty will struggle with the bounce, about, bounce back ability. I feel the Hearts game at Ayrbrochs is probably the best game for them. I don't think Hearts perform very well against Rangers usually, at Wonder And why I think, that is. That's, yeah, I not think a that's possibly the best tie that they could have after a weekend of such a poor performance. That out of the, all the other teams, I think that would be the easier tie for them to possibly get maybe back, back on from, track. But back on track and have a good performance and possibly a win. So I think that came at the right time for them. Had it been any of the other three teams away from home,
5: they would have really struggled. Yeah, so I think Hearts' uh, defense is quite good. Uh, in the minute, I think Rangers they're not really going to create that much against the top teams, you know. They've been battering them in against Sundays, sort
0: of, you know. Also, depends as well but how much unit they get between now and Saturday. I mean, we've seen the fallout of Sunday, the teams almost get a bit of infighting now within yeah. the dressing yeah. room. Well but Can they get that gel to get on <coughs> time for Saturday?
5: I mean, two suspended, and then Morelos and Dockery fighting. So, I mean, they weren't suspended. McCrory like so. will be suspended because he got red carded. Yep. Uh, um, I mean, uh, Suspended yeah,
3: from the from the club from the yeah. club, yeah. We'll we'll make jovial uh, japes at Rangers later on. Keane's um, yeah. right though. Actually, that's an interesting point. I think pro- I mean just from uh, looking at the league, uh, Hearts probably is the best um, fixture for Rangers to try and get back on track. Um, to oh, actually, thirtieth minute. Um, I better remember something at the thirtieth minute, or oh, that's going to be <laughs> not worth anything. Uh, or oh, having said that, you know Hearts are. Um, Actually, probably Aberdeen would be their best, yeah. actual bet. Uh, before we move on, uh, Aberdeen, Dermot, will the semi-final defeat to Mother will affect them? I
5: think so. Uh, I think they were without a few key players, but uh, they were full expecting to win that, uh, and I think it's a sore one. They, they know they're in a battle for second place, so winning the Scottish Cup was going to be the kind of the main goal really I think rather than finishing second in the league um, I think they'll be disappointed I think uh, your man at the back made a bad mistake yeah uh, Arison Scott got uh, the uh, World Cup of course Scott McKenna McKenna yeah. aye um, so I'd like to see how he does because he has actually been really pretty solid all year
3: he's been excellent and he's been getting a lot of praise it'll be interesting to see how he does when he's kind yeah. of a little bit as a vegan angered, a- a- Aberdeen Angus steak annoying boo Correct, bloody, Ugh. correct answer. Uh, okay, that's terrific. Uh, we'll get back to the SPFL, uh, to Scottish Premiership, and the top six, etc. Towards the end of the show, um, listening to me sounding like an actual guy, as he reaches for his can of Strongbow Dark Fruits.
4: Um, They're not sending you any free Strongbow. Hold uh, well, up to the camera, Strongbow yeah. Dark
3: Fruits. No other uh, retailer is available. It's only
5: Strongbow Darkeritz. I quite like Highland Park whiskey. If there's any <laughs> reps watching, <laughs>
2: <But>
3: you just, <laughs> just yeah. well, you, you
4: don't ask, you don't get.
3: I, sh- I should say that we are. When I'm
4: enjoying a Celtic game.
3: <laughs> um, we are on YouTube, um, so the first ten minutes, maybe more, of the podcast will be um, on YouTube from today's Tuesday, from Wednesday um have a look have a uh, you know if if you're interested in it if you think it's something you want to us to continue to do let us know if if it's not then again let us know as well there's I no v- point in us going to all this effort a podcast a podcast is a possibility called. we could yeah exactly uh so the other the, the new other little segment we've got um Kieran's going to love this because it's all about what ifs, because it's called What If. Um, the new segment uh, that we brought in last week to um, rapturous applause from Dermot and Louis, who were both very impressed. Enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to start with Boud. In fact, no, I'm going to start with Kieran, and this is more to do with this season. Um, Boud being a historian, because he's dressed like uh, like he works in a library. He's got a shirt on. Because he's got a shirt on. Uh, I've got a cool hip t shirt on. Kieran's got a hip t shirt on. Dermot's came from work. Yeah, some people come from work, so yeah,
4: you know. As die I came from I work as well.
3: As well, I guess to yeah. get to dress down now. Yeah, when you Jesus. dominate life, you can do what you want. And Cam dominates life,
4: and you work as a trucker.
3: Listen, little lady. Um, <laughs> no, anyway. So what if <laughs> that wasn't bad, little lady? No, he liked it. Look, at this guy loving it. <laughs> chuckling um, away. God, I hate my life. Um, So the the first question is for Kieran, and it's a what-if, and I'll get all your opinions, but just aiming at this guy. Um, So what if we conceded more goals against Andaluk and were actually eliminated from the group stages of the Europa League? How do you think that would have changed the season, changed Robert Rogers' uh, position, and changed the perspective of where we are just now? Maybe it wouldn't have, but what's your thoughts?
0: I don't think it would have. I think... Getting through that, we got in. Obviously, the, there was the kind of excitement and euphoria of having Europe after Christmas, but it wouldn't be the be all and end all. I feel that maybe the manner of the defeat, if it was more goals, um, if it was more, I don't know, sloppy play or more mistakes made by members of the team, maybe that would get more. But we know ourselves that getting into the Champions League is the main priority. Once we're in, we, we do our best to get further if we can. But if we don't, I wouldn't think it's, it's it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be the end of our season because we've got the rest of the domestically we've still got the we're leading up to the possibility of a
3: double treble so you've got the history of that um, so th- you, I mean potentially we could be more we could have been more points ahead
0: the potential we could have maybe rather than so many draws we could have converted a few of them into wins that maybe the, with that maybe there was tiredness after after the the games when we were in after Christmas but. No, I feel I feel the season still would have continued, maybe slightly better, but I would never I have enough thought it'd be worse.
5: Dermot. I don't think it makes any difference, really. Uh, I think the manager's always going to set the team out to do as, as well as they possibly can. Uh, the league's always sort of your your prime kind of target and goal. Um, anything after Christmas is a bit of a bonus. I don't think that knowing that we had the game against Zena really would have affected them that much apart from maybe the the immediate games before. Um, Do you think it would have ties.
3: affected Rogers' position the fact that he just he didn't go out of the Champions League group stage again?
5: Not really because I think I think it's a tough ask. Um, I think after the treble and then on f- for another treble I mean his position's as solid as they come, you know. No one's going to be able to challenge him when you're doing that well domestically. Um I think it's easy to blame our lapses in performance and the slightly disappointing performances in the second half of the season on Europe etc. Actually I think we just haven't been all that good yeah. uh, at times um, and it's not really much to do with Europe. Uh.
4: Boud, thoughts? Same, you got same
3: level as these guys or maybe something a little different? Do something different.
4: <laughs> no, I'm, Well, I'm a wee bit different. I, I wouldn't say his position would be under threat, but I think there would be an appreciable difference in this season as much as you know, And we had some poor results in Europe this year But Qualifying from the group stage of the cha- or, Sorry, getting third in the group stage of Champions League And qualifying for Europa uh, Europa Cup after it is um, Europa League you mean? No, it's, it's the UEFA Cup Was what I should have said Because that's yeah. what it will always be But
3: You've done a weird hybrid of the Europa League and the UEFA Cup Yeah But one or the other, pal mm. None of this sitting on the fence yeah, None of this, sitting
4: no. on this Europa-UEFA fence that we've all been banging on about that all this time <laughs> Bloody fence sitter. Uh either way, it's it's progression from Europe compared to last year. And it's uh, Yeah, so he's he's progressed. Um so he's done well there. Whereas if we hadn't done that this season w- possibly I think, would would more more, I, I think he would, he he would get have got more yeah, uh, I, I think he would have more flack. Yeah, I think he definitely would
5: The question have. was would they have done anything different? Was it not? It's it's just an overall So I think
4: overall, he's won a double already I know the league's not mathematically in the bag But he's won a double, the treble's still on So this season Ultimately is pretty decent Um, If he gets back-to-back Trebles, he's made history And that's fantastic, even though it's not an Invincible season Um, If we'd went out at the group stages That still would have been a very good season Winning two back-to-back Trebles, that'd be incredible Do
3: Do you know what's not invincible? Your job. Um, Dermot... No, I'll I'll go about this one. What if... And this is the last one and then we'll get to the Celtic and Rangers game. Um, What if... Tommy Burns Celtic beats Falkirk in the semi-final of the Scottish Cup and they go on to win the Scottish Cup? The semi-final defeat to Falkirk pretty much cost Tommy Burns his job. If he hadn't done that, if he hadn't been defeated by Falkirk... I was at the the home game when we lost and Kevin James... Apparently scouted by Inter Milan at one point. Who knows? Um he scored the goal in the last minute. Tommy Johnson made his debut and scored. Uh we lost uh we drew there, we lost the replay, we went out. Um we then obviously Tommy Burns cost him his job. Tommy keeps that. Tommy goes and wins the the cup after that. What happens then? Obviously it's got a knock on effect. Do yeah, you ever I think mean, he, do you ever think he's likely to turn it around? Or do you think that it was always going to be the perception of he's just not got enough in the locker?
2: I think
4: it's impossible to say. I I mean, Tommy, we we all loved the football Tommy Burns' sides played. Um, I think given more time, given investment, which is questionable whether he would have got it, he could have went on, progressed and built a side that was fantastic and had a great run, but I think that's a big what-if that's a tough one
3: it is a tough one and that's why I picked it and that's why I don't like the fact that you're um, shitting it from the, the
4: Kieran the you fence. got
3: any comments to make?
0: it's that far back my memory's not really that good I don't know why but so right. you'd like to think well if he can tie it to keep it on had he then won the trophy it would have prolonged him a bit more but if didn't get an investment and it's the same team the year after um, and if they were struggling further in the year, then they might not have lasted any longer. So it might have just prolonged been a little bit. Prolonged Just not, not a long term.
5: Yeah, um I think it's a great question in the oh, way that much. yeah, no, it does uh, yeah. the whole ten in a row things. Kind of, no, there, there would
3: have be been no Larson as well.
5: Contingent in this year. Um, I mean, I love Tommy Burns. I think the football under Burns' side was probably. It's right up there with the best I've seen as a Celtic fan Agreed And and I loved, you know, even going to Hybricks and just going at them But stopping 10 in a row was That was the goal, you know And I'm not sure if Burns Well, I'm pretty sure Burns wasn't pragmatic enough To temper his style To actually (sighs) do what needed to be done in certain games I love the fact that he had the footballing philosophy of You know, attack, almost kind of total football But that year coming up, that wasn't what we needed. We just needed to win the league and stop ten in a row. You know, so that uh, was a thing.
3: Jansen played um, effective football. Rangers stumbled. We had Larson. Yeah. Um, we had Braback as well, famously scoring uh, the opening goal and the defeat yeah. or no, the, the clinching goal. Yeah. Sorry, apologies. Um, so yeah, I w- what I think would have happened? Um, I think that if Tommy had actually won the Scottish Cup then, I think he would have been kept on. And I don't know if he would have stopped 10 in a row. Yep. Ironically, even though...
4: And even if he had, as you say... The likelihood of us getting Henrik Larson would have been greatly diminished. Exactly. Would yeah. be, you win know, out
3: Larson, and then there's a little, you know, timing wise, O'Neill's not going to be there. He's not going to be available at that time, etc., etc. It's a knock on effect. Um, however, I will say, to back your point up, Tommy Burn, watching football, watching Celtic under Tommy Bond was an absolute joy, yep. um, positively and negatively. Um when you've got Mark McNally as your centre half, you're fucked either way. It doesn't matter. You could put the the, the front, you could have man City now and put Mark McNally at the back and you know, headband or not.
5: I mean I'd <laughs> take Tommy Burns pretty much at any time other than that period where yeah. ten in a row was coming up. I don't mind losing the league once in a while. Uh, if if it's just brilliant football and hope being it was just gonna progress and progress and get better and better. But Really, we just had to be pragmatic and stop it.
2: Yeah.
0: I was going to say, well, I don't remember, but more for you guys. Have, do you think of any team since then that's played close to the kind of football that Burns played? Celtic? Possibly
3: Rogers last year. Has team last year that come no. close to um, Zemdi? I, I, we literally, I mean, it was so gung-ho. Yeah. It was so gung-ho, it was, you know, the fullbacks were so pushed up the way that the way that Tierney is Tierney is like a essentially a very uh, old school specific Celtic fullback. Lustig isn't; um, he's too sophisticated for that nonsense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't think so. I think Strachan played the dullest, turgid, winning football. Um, Dyla was a hybrid of dull and successful. Um, Martin O'Neill was just effective. Sometimes we played good football. We yeah, did. Was, we certainly did. Yeah. But a lot of the time, it was more aggression and power rather than sophistication and pace. Um, Doctor Joe. Doctor Joe, ugh, unlucky. He was just an unlucky man coming in at the time where uh, we. I think we had a, at one point. I remember turning up for a game that season, and we had something like twelve players injured. It was just yeah. unlucky. John Barnes. Um. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> just really clueless. Just a clueless
4: clueless manager um yeah, which is some that that aberdeen game yeah that is
5: that,
4: was, that aberdeen, it was is kind of similar that wasn't dundee it united yeah yep. right, yep. so
3: ronnie has the dundee united <laughs> game uh, john balance has the aberdeen game yep anyway um so that's a little um uh, fun thing to kind of kick off the podcast kieran celtic played in a semi-final game uh celtic versus rangers in the scottish cup semi-final on sunday there was nothing semi about it pal was
4: it, <laughs> was it erect <laughs> uh, no that doesn't work that, does it you, just, didn't, yeah. you, you know you do not need to say it I know that but I wanted there. to I really <laughs> wanted to I'll
3: be honest uh, Kieran um, initial thoughts on the game at the weekend uh, basking in the euphoria of it all go on it oh, was fantastic to watch such a dominating performance
0: without having to be in top gear yeah We're Could I get through a few more gears if we really needed to? I mean, the way... Multiple
4: cogs, multiple gears.
0: (laughs) At times, the games was that easy that we were just standing and passing about to each other. Um, I think at times, the way Rangers set up was quite defensive-minded, which was a bit of a surprise. But the one thing I was good from Celtic learned from the eyebrows game was not to sit back in the first 20 minutes. First yeah. 15 to mid. Go at them. That was a mistake we made at Ibrook's We can maybe stood off them, or we weren't as of, um, high pressed enough. But this time we decided, no, we were going to do that. We got the ball, we just controlled the ball the whole time. Um, them sacrificing the number 10 for another midfielder totally backfired for them because they could get nowhere near a midfield. No, basically. Like, Cham were just. It did super. backfire, but it's the, also
3: the fact that it was Andy Halliday. That <laughs> that's that's was. Because Goss has been playing really well for Rangers, um, and then all of a sudden he's... Well, they brought in the fan, didn't
0: they? They did. They wanted Um, to bring in the fan who knew what it was was like to play for Rangers in in these high-pressure games. And to be honest as well, that was probably one of the most timid uh, Celtic Rangers games for a while. There was barely any dirty challenges. There was barely even a challenge. The only one I can really remember was when Scott Brown went in 50-50 with possibly Doherty and then Brown yeah. got him to the, wee, the wee walk. That's the that only thing that I can remember was any kind of... not bad-tempered um, tackle, but just a tackle. Um, but we strolled we
3: it. We, we strolled it, strode Dermot. It. We strolled it. Talk me through it. You actually didn't watch it live. You came home after your christening, and you watched well, it in the house.
5: Not my christening. Uh, my niece's christening. Your niece's christening. <coughs> uh, Again, yeah.
3: he's, he's happy to be here, but he's also happy to give <laughs> a bit of that. I, about, you know, oh. Maybe the thirtieth minute. Isn't it going to come for you? I've decided.
5: <laughs> I think... Uh, I've, I don't remember a Rangers performance In living memory that's been that poor That kind of gutless and cowardly uh, I think the, Their players have got a lot to answer for I know everyone's going on about Murti And I think Murti really was uh, He made some really bad decisions But when you're on the pitch You've got to make a bit of an effort You've got to try and get close to folk You've got to try and put a tackle in um, When things go wrong, why not get a bit angry And you know, I mean at least show you care It's one thing about Morelis he was the only player that seemed to really properly get wound up. Yeah. And, I mean, he was, he was crap, let's face it. But it, it looked like it meant something to them, to him. It didn't look like it meant anything to any, any of the rest he, of them.
0: He'd obviously, to make up for that miss, remember, from the Everett's game, he probably felt himself a little bit of. But he I, I be- think. I think he missed I, another,
5: I, you know. I think. Which is even worse, probably. I, th-
3: I think you're right, Kieran. I think you're right as well, though. But I think he goes out for any game. Like him or not, rate him or not. He goes out to win. He goes out to win. He has that winning mentality that I think Kenny Miller has, for example. There are certain professional footballers who are just so determined to win. They will run. They might not, I mean, from a technical standpoint, Morelish I think, is
4: a a lot to be desired. But, Boud, thoughts on that? You're kind of right. But then that just makes me think of, and obviously I've got a, a huge experience of playing football. But see when you're playing football and your team's doing shite and then somebody starts shouting at the team. (laughs) <laughs> and they're just as the shite or more shite than everyone else. Right? <laughs> just as shite no, or shite. <laughs> no.
3: No, but, you know, one thing about Morella is, is he did. He was get, he was trying to press and he was yeah. actually. Chi- it, it, it's kind of like the Stefan Johansson up. syndrome yeah. where Stefan Johansson tries to press, no one else presses and he looks like a dick. That I, kind of I similar. think that
5: was part of his problem. I mean, there was just a, a gulf between the midfield and him. And it's you know, between the two teams, class as well. But I mean, Marty had picked a team that just was a bit ridiculous. I mean, Doran should have been further up the pitch, uh, McCrory should have been defensive midfielder, Halliday shouldn't have been near the team.
3: Hardy should have been in the stand ah, yeah, as I mean, a he, fan,
5: he, he should but I, I mean, mean, he's just not good enough. That was embarrassing. And see, for a, a so called fan to not even bother to try and put in a challenger, he just looked half hearted. I mean, Russell Martin, how terrible. Russell's performance was. That was shocking. I remember a couple of years ago, we, m- myself and you, Kieran,
3: had a discussion. This is when Norwich were in the Premiership, um, and Russell Martin was playing for Scotland. Scotland. Now, this, to be fair, this is four years, which is in football is quite a long time. He still crap then though. No, he was decent. He was decent then. He was He wasn't great. But we were having this discussion about players playing in the Premiership who we could potentially get. And Russell Martin was one of them, because it was always like, he might come up here, you know, he's playing every week for Norwich, but, you know, there's the opportunity. Because we were looking at that sort of, can we buy players from Premiership? But we were even at that point, we were like, no, we probably couldn't no. get him. He probably wouldn't come up. And
5: look at him now. You, I mean, you wouldn't have him in the under-20s. I mean, he's been horrific in quite a few other games that yeah. I've bothered to watch of them.
0: And the one player they have who was in form, Josh Windus, they decided to put on the bench. The but guy scoring the goals for them that's... Can I win them games? But he said not to play him. But when he came on, he done nothing. Well, yeah. But then you see the way his attitude at time, He was kind of like I'm coming on here when this is utter dross, and I'm the one that's getting looked at to try and turn this around. He he'd probably think to himself, I can't do this. I don't want to be in this pitch either because that lot can't be asked. So then I've got to come on and somehow try and change the it's, game. See it's if, just, it was never going to happen for him.
5: See, if you don't want to be in the pitch, you're just as bad as the rest of them. You've yeah. got to get on and actually. You've got something about you and make a bit of effort. I mean, I think it's been the criticism criticism of Wendass is that he, he disappears out of games. Yeah. And it's okay rattling in the Heep. goals against Air United, but who cares? You've got to do it against decent teams in the games that matter. And actually going missing like that is unforgivable. There's quite a few of those players, if I was uh, a Rangers manager, I'd just be like, not again. You, you're out of here. You're just. You showed yourself to be so cowardly in that game that. I don't want you anywhere near the club I felt sorry for the the younger guys I actually really did feel sorry for McCrory And uh, Doherty a wee bit I kind of think it's tough To be brought into those games And for McCrory to be really played out of position And Doherty to be left to kind of run about You know, to not much... Not much end product, it's just a tough game for them.
3: Dermot, Dermot mentioned Cowardly, like the Cowardly line from The Wizard of Oz. Who, um, how would you describe Celtic? Would they be the Tin Man? Or would they be um, Dorothy? Or... <laughs> Dorothy. In fact, who are Hibs? Are Hibs um, the, <laughs> the, the straw guy? The scarecrow? Sorry, we're getting off track. Um, talk us through the first goal. Tam um with
4: um, an absolute peach. Phenomenal. Um... Just, first of all, from Tam, that turn, to just take it, take the players out and the finish was incredible. Big, It was Dembele, wasn't it, that then gave the ball to yeah. Forrest?
3: Yeah, no, it was Forrest, um, yeah. Dembele to Forest, Forrest, Forrest um, to um, Tam.
4: Yeah, it was just incredibly well worked, but it's Tam, that's one of those goals that I think only, uh, only Rogic could score for us. I don't know if there's that many people on the team. Tambola?
3: Tamburino. What are your thoughts on him uh, with a new contract? Um, would you do what you could to keep him? Um, do you think it's uh, coming from his end? Do you think he's just going to wait to the World Cup? Do you think we should put him on the higher echelons of, of, of payment? Um, I know that Louis, if he's listening, will be throwing his iPod against the wall screaming, yes! Uh,
4: um uh, I think the, you would assume um, that it's just a bit of I can go to the World Cup and if I do anything in those games doesn't really matter if Australia do anything but if I can play well then all of a sudden his prospects and possible future wages and all of that go sky high um but yeah i would I would definitely sign him up because as we said that he's got something that very few players have and that no one in our squad particularly has or very few to
3: steel asks is big Tam worth a hundred grand a week yes or absolutely <laughs>
4: um no,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. no, no, nah, he's nah, not. It's not um, what, week,
3: what, so, like, obviously, that goal was an, was an absolute peach. Forrest with the assist. Did Forrest have us, have a good game? Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of anyone that didn't have a good game for us. I did they do enough, is what I mean? And I'm not getting at Forrest, um, but I sometimes think that when it comes to the Glasgow derbies, that James Forrest isn't as influential as he should be. Or he could be. Um, it's you know he, he's had a, he's had a terrific season. There's no question. I am flip flopper when it comes to Forest. I get very frustrated with them. Yeah. Um, but should they be putting more? <coughs> should they be doing more in these games? And that's funny. And, uh, the fact that I've just described the fact
4: he had an assist. So yeah. um, and it was a very well placed assist. I no, I, th- I think he did enough. There's a group. There's probably three, four uh, players that you could argue should have got man of the match. I don't think Forrest is in that group, but I think he did well enough. Callum McGregor came. Callum McGregor. Mm-hmm. He's McGreg, definitely one of them. But
0: what a player! What a player! What a boy! What Talk a us finish. through that goal. What a finish! It's just the way he just kind of strode onto it. Didn't break his. Didn't break, break his stride. It just sat perfectly perfectly for him, and he's caught it so well. And he's placed. And I mean, that keeper was at full stretch, yeah. and he still wasn't getting to that because that was just nestling right into the side, the side wall of the goal. Um, fantastic. He's, he's He's scoring in the big games now. That's him. He scored a few, a couple of games. He scored against
3: Bayern. He scored against <clears throat> Zenit. Zenit. He scored against Rangers you know a couple end. of times. I... Um, is Let me ask you this, Dermot. Is, is McGregor getting to the point now where it's harder and harder to maybe drop him out of the team?
5: Yeah. I think I said this last week. Or maybe I didn't. <laughs> but uh, I think McGregor's a great player. I think he's a bit unlucky with just how many silky, creative players we've got. Um in Those kind of positions, but I mean, he's outstanding the way he creates space, his movement, uh, eh, it's technically excellent, I think. Um, eh, and he fully deserves eh, his place.
4: Just gonna say though, when you're talking about scoring on big occasions, Tam has scored in every eh, Glasgow derby he's played in this season. I think. Are they big yeah. games now, though? Well, that's yeah. that's a good point. Um, but the thing about Calmac, we're talking about how good that goal was, and in fact, he's scoring goals. See if he, if he didn't score against Rangers, he still. Had a it was fantastic brilliant. performance
5: yeah. that's it. He was brilliant.
4: Yeah,
3: people. I mean, I thought um, Moussa Dembele was instrumental. Outstanding. In I, I thought he was. I thought he was phenomenal. I thought. He Do you know f- who
5: strolled it in Cham
3: I'm still speaking. Sorry. He, he's happy to be here, yeah. of course.
4: Mr. Interrupt, Interrupt.
3: you you're looking terrific these days I'll be honest
4: this, back on board. The, I don't know if the camera can catch look us look at this the, guy oof,
3: one oof. out one in one
0: out one in another thing with McGregor as well he was in a way out of position he played technically in the left wing where Sinclair because we yeah. played a back four you You're raging about that we did a back three and yet he chose so maybe that's another thing where you're seeing how McGregor's hard to put out of the team maybe he's now sacrificed Sinclair for McGregor because that was really Sinclair and any time we play a back four Sinclair plays in off the left. Yeah. But for this game, he chose to play McGregor in and off the left. Sinclair's
3: not been electric car enough.
5: Oh, that's... Uh, Clive Klaus Sinclair? Oh, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> no? um,
3: that's... Kieran makes a really good and that... That's a terrific joke.
5: <laughs> Sorry.
3: Um, Kieran makes a good point in that McGregor's adaptability... Now, we've talked about this in the past, but his adaptability is... It's not being put in it's not he's not a player who's been put into certain positions because there's no one else. So he's played as a number ten this season, he's played on the left hand side, he's played left back, he's played just in the centre mid, um but he's not a a stopgap. Yeah. I, I potentially think that, that McGregor could play in that left hand side for the rest of the season and all of next season and it would be fine. Um he could play the number ten and he'd be fine. He's not gonna give you everything Tam gives you um but you certainly in my opinion all-round play he'll give you more than Sinclair. now sinclair has got qualities that um that maybe uh, mcgregor doesn't have um but that's the thing about mcgregor he's not just a band aid anymore he's like a he's actually an integral part he, he literally he's like a going round the team and putting quality in every position so <laughs> Someone like Charlie Mulgrew, who wasn't maybe good enough to hold down a position when he first joined Celtic, I mean, that changed, but you know, you, you thought to yourself, Ugh, if we've got a problem on any side of the left-hand side, we'll put him in, or at centre-half, we'll put him in. Um, with McGregor, it's tactical decisions to play him, yeah. which is different from being a stopgap.
0: One thing as well, I, like, I like, really like about him, it's the way when he receives a ball, he creates space with one touch. Because a few times you've seen when he... When the, the ball's played to him, he may have a player around him, but he's actually able to take the touch with his left foot and it creates space, it gets him into the space in a way. He does, I don't see another player on the team doing that, no. and I really like the way he does that.
3: Uh, you you uh, raised uh, in Cham, talk me through why you were so impressed with him.
5: I think he just strolled it. I think uh, the way Re- Rangers set up their formation, kind of really defensively, it uh, just gave him and Brown so much space You know uh, Brown was pretty much able to deal with Anything that needed dealt with Not that there was a lot And then Cham was free to do what he wanted to do uh, I suppose that would be my criticism of Murray He got his tactics so spectacularly wrong That I mean he just played right into our hands uh, I thought Celtic were very good I don't think Celtic were excellent though no. I really do think it was just Rangers were I mean they were rotten I was slightly disappointed that we didn't put seven past them. You know, <laughs> and push on. And re- I mean, we could have, if we wanted to, really have put them to the sword. There
3: was, you know, there was a, um, a period after, we sc- after McCrory had been sent off and Dembele scored uh, the Paneka, which is just yeah. phenomenal. <laughs> um, I mean, the balls to do that. It's yeah, sensational. that derby as
0: well. <laughs> 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 uh, very 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 Darby. Darby.
3: It needs a wheelbarrow to carry them around, am I right, bout. <laughs> <laughs> carry what? React. You've two minutes and then you're getting fired unless d- that you That was any reaction. Uh, I've got a question here from uh, Nye C, um at Kieran C sixty seven. A lot. This is for Chris bout, A lot of a lot is being made of how terrible Rangers were, but I felt we didn't let them play. They look. They usually start fired up, but we completely killed them. This is something you were looking to Kieran, Killed them in that first twenty minutes, um, and we made sure they couldn't get started. Uh, thoughts on that?
4: I, that's There's definitely an element of that And we've talked before about In uh, Derby's past Rangers have came out As the team at the start The first 15-20 minutes that have really went for us But if you remember that Dembele chance And I think yep. Chan was Hitting the post that. that as well. Um, that's right, I keep yeah. forgetting so That, do, was, that was a
5: chance. cracking Yeah, yeah. Bit of play to work up to that, you know. It'd have been an amazing goal if it went in. It
4: would have, have been
5: fantastic.
3: I sometimes, like when you hit the post instead of the goal, oh, though, noise. Yeah, not, not the against noise.
4: them. Um, I do, but I, I mean, Rangers were shite. Let's not deny that. Uh, although, and I don't know if we want to talk about Murti more later, but there's a lot of. Um, I don't think Murti's any worse than any manager they've had since their conception and in, inception in 2012. I just he's obviously. Inexperienced, he's coming up. But can you justifiably say that um, Pedro was better than him? Warburton, uh, Stuart McCall, McCoist. I don't think any of those managers are hugely um, better than Marty. To be uh, one thing I'll say about Marty, he got uh, it wrong. One the, thing I'll say weekends, about uh,
3: Warburton, Warburton. Um, did okay in the english championship for him okay a limited amount of time but it was a limited amount of time so he maybe had more experience, but i think you make a good point i you know unless they get a brendan rogers style character um i don't know if they're if, if that's possible though from you know this board this board if this board were smart the rangers board they'd go and get steve clark they'd, they'd, they'd say to him look you have carte blanche to do what you want and we're going to back you. Here's the money. Here's a look into our books. But that's what Derek McInnes tried to do. He tried to look under the hood in the yeah. Thirty Commas and they didn't let him. And he knew there was something fishy going on, and that's why he didn't take the
5: take the job. I I don't think they'll ever go for Steve Clark because uh, I don't think he'd go anyway. I. But they're always they just wouldn't consider it because they're always playing to the fans, and they don't want anyone that's in the past mentioned. They might be a Celtic fan. I mean, uh, they're talking
3: about Frank De Yeah <laughs> Now, Frank de Boer, and there was—I have was listened to a few phone ins and stuff, and people have said Frank de Boer, and other ones. A lot of people have responded by saying, "Why would you want to take that?" You know, blah blah blah. His, at this point in time, Frank de Boer's career is in tatters with yeah. how he's been treated at Crystal Palace and how he did it into Milan. They he, potentially he could see maybe think to himself, "This is a this is an opportunity because the only person standing beside me in the league is Celtic."
5: Or he's looking at and saying, "Do I?" Truly, want to finish my career once <laughs> and for all, <laughs> and uh, you know never get a is job that in the leg football again. Hogan leg drop just, to, and just
4: it to kill it off. It really depends where where he is in this thinking. Because again, are they going to pay him the money he's used to? Nah. and again, are they going to nah. give him any sort of budget? Nah. I mean, well, that's
5: the thing about um uh, Again, I feel a wee bit sorry for him. But in, in terms of Celtic not letting Rangers play, it's the way they set up. You know, I mean, they set up ultra defensively with a massive gap between midfield and their lone forward. Uh, they didn't stand a chance to come at Celtic You know when you bring Halliday in And you play Doran's so withdrawn mm. They were never going to be able to come at us uh, um, the I, One I, side th- perhaps would have been the right to Tavenny and Kandias But even then they're up against Tierney And um, with McGregor there And it just shows
0: you how poorly they played in that Because how many times did we play against teams Where they set up so defensively With almost like a four and a five And we struggle Whereas Against them we didn't struggle We were able to get through them We were able to get chances Whereas sometimes you play against like, Thistle and County They sit so deep in the restrictors to chances so much Whereas with them and Sunday They were try to do that style of play But it never worked for them Because it just
5: didn't seem to be that good at doing but it Again they're not used to really playing the ultra defensively It's not like the days of the, whatever they called the Watachino Or <laughs> Watanacho, <laughs> and, um, and they were just playing the wrong players in the wrong positions you know, you don't want McCrory at centre half. You don't want Dorrance to be your kind of defensive midfielder. And you don't want to leave Morellis running about miles on his own up front with no one near him. We you have to never about work about
3: things. Um, sorry, jump in there. That's cool. Um, you've got passed by the way. I forgot to fire you. There. Boom. So we'll see you next time. It's um, always forty-eight minutes. No, listen, I made a promise, and if there's one thing I do in this podcast, it's stick to my promises, no matter how paper-thin and (laughs) (laughs) pointless they are. Uh, We need to talk about Craig Gordon. Um, There was a lot of debate before um, about Scott Bain. Obviously, Gordon just coming back from injury. Bain played really well in the last Glasgow Derby. Um, He's looked good. He's looked confident. I think that's the biggest thing I've been impressed by, his confidence. Um, But for me, Craig Gordon's a better goalkeeper, and that's no slight on Scott Bain. Scott Bain's a good goalkeeper, it's still in development, he's still only 26, very young for a goalkeeper. Um, Gordon, to me, showed how phenomenal he can be. His uh, distribution with his feet isn't great, let's not kid on it, because it's not, we're not saying that, but he, and Chris Armani coined it in our WhatsApp group when he says, and I think he said it on the podcast when you were hosting, wonderful job by the way, for an amateur, um, that... Gordon makes saves that no other Celtic keeper can.
4: Yep, that's absolutely right. Absolutely. And you're right as is, is you know, I'm impressed by Bain, he's great. I am happy with him as our second choice keeper, more um, so than De Vries, but um as you see, just no, Gordon makes saves that uh, neither of those two could make.
3: It makes saves that no other keeper we we've had can make. Cale. But he also
0: makes at times where the the game passed him by. I mean, up until that first chance he had barely anything to yeah. do. So you yeah. can always not, so not excuse him, but he could have fallen asleep. He could have been sitting down relaxed against the post because there was never any chance. It's but 50, to be, so alert, to be so alert at all times and to pull off a... In fact, it was almost a... Du- well, not quite a double save, but from the the, the resulting corner, yeah, it's so another great save as yeah. well over the bar.
3: Yeah, and that's the thing though. Um, I, I've looked at the save a couple of times. So the way the ball's headed, it's he, ha- he uses his hand... The technique to divert spin the ball
4: around the post the strength of those wrists the
3: strength of the wrist. because at the end of the day a lot of keepers would the ball would have just bounced off his wrist and went in but he's actually spun it as he's hit it and the technique and skill you know you talk about the way bear hits the ball or way ronaldo hits the ball the way craig gordon saves is sensational it's utterly sensational dermot thoughts it's
5: just an amazing shot stopper um uh, and it's about time we had one of them. I, that was a big thing about Borich going into Rangers games when we actually had an outstanding keeper. Yeah. Uh, after all those years of Chris Woods, uh, Andy Goro, you know they, they just had a succession. Yeah. It was it was so annoying. Uh,
3: they were buying go- um, World Cup goalkeepers like Sh- Lionel Charbonni, who was actually really really good at I, putting him on, on the bench. Sitting on the bench. I
5: mean, I, I mean Yemi yeah, me. was a cracking keeper. Aye, terrific, yeah. very
3: good. Um, you know, Craig Gordon was was didn't do some anything before that. He could have been at Coachella. <laughs> Jesus Christ,
4: because
3: his girlfriend's at
4: Coachella. You need oh, to keep right. up
3: with Instagram, guys. It's part of your your remit. Cynics, okay. None of this
4: bullshit. Is I'm she Boston. working?
3: Uh, this girlfriend. This, this is an know. off podcast talk. I'm great, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah and we'll I will get to no,
5: actually,
3: edit the, see the the, the the one thing I forgot about until I, I've watched the game maybe two or three times um, or not the full game I watched the full game and then I've watched that extended highlights a couple of times Boyata almost made the same mistake <laughs> but he recovered oh how much of that was luck though really You've, I, you made I mean it was luck. a
4: mistake but he did I don't I don't think you can call it luck I, he recovered he did well to recover he still fucked up <laughs> but you he's
2: uh,
4: your heart's and your you've mouth. got to give him his due if you're going to give him a slagging yeah but the point is he, should
3: not, he was he's, in the he same put he put in that in position. Position. <laughs> yeah. so, so put did he not recover the game Ivory because he was shite <laughs> uh, I mean that's the thing no um and here's the other point. Uh, Ayer had some some really yeah. nervy moments. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Christopher, Christopher Ayer, we've said it consistently on this podcast. You know, he, he's a terrific talent. We're all massive uh, fans of him. But at the same time, we can't slag Boyata and then not slag someone else making a mistake.
0: But you can yeah. do because Ayer's a lot younger. And, I, and, well, Ayer, and, and no, you want him to make these mistakes just now and learn from them to make him a better player at such a young age. And the fact yeah. that Rodgers has given a lot, of faith, a lot of faith in him now because I he's close to, what, 16, 17 starts within the last Since three or four months. Yeah. So, and it's t- I mean, there's Jozo now. Jozo's been, Yozo's been the bench the last two or three games, hasn't Yozo's,
3: he? Jozo's done. So,
0: and, and, and it looks like Rodgers has finally admitted to the fact that he's fed up with Yozo, and he sees he wants to progress with Ayer and persist with him for the rest of the season with maybe a view of him being one of the number one, he, the he, two centre-halves in it next year. And and absolutely.
4: Boy at his defence, and I'm, I think Christopher Ayer's our best centre-back right now and I'm just making this up because I'm not looking at numbers, but I don't think Boyata will have played a huge uh, number of games more than Ayer, consider, considering he's 19, he's about to turn 20, he might have just turned 20. Oh, in um, his career? Yeah, because when he came to us, he'd basically not played first-team football.
3: Yeah, but he's, he's 28 now.
4: Is he that? Is he not? I thought he was...
3: Twi- we, we
4: signed
3: him when he was 24, and that was four years ago.
4: Okay. So, I mean, he's 28 now. Yeah. Um, I so do As I say, Ayer's obviously gonna get better he's got more potential to get better um he's younger but just experience in the first team boyata for how much older he is doesn't actually have the experience no no listen and do you know what that's that's a shame yeah because essentially
3: you you he's getting at such an it's such a tough position he's having to do almost on the job training yeah and he's had consistently changing partners, he's a Jozo, that's the thing you need to remember Boyata, Boyata's had Jozo he's had Sviachenko, he's had Ayer he's had Lustig, he's no. had, he's been the consistent and I, I agree, he, he probably does I don't know if he does get too much flack because
2: he, he makes he makes mistakes,
4: mistakes which are just so high profile, so blatant that it's going to get called out Um hopefully he's going to the World Cup with one of the favourites to win it. He's probably not going to sign a new deal anyway. He'll um, probably be off. Hmm. Oh, well, hopefully he does. Hopefully he goes, he plays well, and we get pure honours of money. I
5: think the funny thing about him is he actually probably thinks that he's better than our level and he simply isn't. The thing about Boat is he will go to pieces um, and I just don't think you can depend on him. He, he makes a mistake and then he literally, you see the confidence drain from him. But drain from him and drain
3: from the defence and drain from the fans. And that's the thing though, um, you make an excellent point about him thinking he's above this level. A guy like Virgil van Dijk made mistakes yeah. because he was so bored, because he is a legitimately top top I mean look what he's done and look where he is he's now the captain of Holland he is he had everything Um and you know he didn't always shine up here but you could see how good you could see yeah. a lot of that was just not a thingy fair enough Boyata makes mistakes it's not fair enough
4: Boyata see, struggles if at see if you're making mistakes in the, the SPFL because you think you're above it you're an amateur just to be clear Okay, just to be clear, that absolute nonsense. Powerful words mm-hmm. from nonsense. Christopher Boud. He maybe did not have... and I'd have him back. <laughs> yeah, he just didn't
5: have a professional attitude at times. Uh, um,
3: I'm quickly going to go through. Um, so, on the 90 Minute Cynic website, 90minutesynic.com, post every Celtic match, we have ratings and reviews on the website. Um, so, this week we had Graham, um, Graham McKay, or McKay, McKay? I can't remember. It's You're McKay. Scottish.
4: Jesus Christ.
3: I've just watched so many Dockery's about Fugazi that Ian McKay is. That's how they always say it. I'm sorry. Um, Graham McKay um, did the reviews for this. So I want to, I'm going to, I, I'd, before I give you Graham's thoughts, what are your thoughts? So Gordon, what would you give him at 10, Dermot?
5: I thought it was an amazing performance from Gordon, really. Uh, when he was called on, uh, he stood up and was counted. What What
3: would you give him from a number perspective? What Nine does? out of 10. Nine out of 10. Kim. Eight. Eight out of 10.
4: Eight and a half,
3: love it. Uh, I would probably give him nine because I think those two stop um, two s- saves were stupendous. Yeah, um, uh, Gordon gets an eight. Lucky mother went to work for two minutes today, but it was the goalkeeper of George Costanza leaving the meeting after making his pumpkin joke. We'd probably still have one if we'd k- if he'd called in sick. Um, terrific stuff, Lustig.
5: I'd give Lustig a. A
4: seven, seven or eight. Okay, oh,
5: Cairns green. Uh, seven.
4: I was going seven. To seven. Yeah. Yep, sevens. Lucky
3: sevens. Yep, absolutely. I'd give him a ten. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, again, we'll, we'll, there's some really some really funny lines in this. You should check it out 90 dot com. Tierney, um, Graham gives him an eight. and I would maybe green. go nine. Just the fact that I, I think that he. He's had against Candice. He's maybe not struggled in the past, but it's been more of a game. I thought he blew Candice away. You can say what you want about the way they set up and everything, but I thought Tierney really showed his class um, at the weekend, and I would give I would have given him a nine myself.
5: I'd, I'd go for an eight. I, I think they were terrible. I mean, they, they were a beaten team after thirty minutes, so um, I'd bear dominated. that. In, I'd bear that in mind with some of our player ratings. So, I mean, an eight's still really high. I mean, it was great.
3: I'd give him a nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep.
4: Kieran.
3: No, eight. Big Mighty nine. Uh Ayer seven. I'll just read out the reads the rest one. Ayer he gave Ayer seven. Um Boyata seven. Brown got a nine, Bowd
4: Ten. Of course. What else could they have done?
3: Encham <laughs> get a nine, Dermot?
4: I'd say nine, yeah.
3: Perfect. Kieran Roger get ten. No. I'll go nine. I
4: don't
0: think he Never get ten. Because no. that would be a of flawless performance, but Rogers was fantastic. So he
5: was. Well, he did miss uh, an easier chance than he than he scored. Just almost. Yeah. Just yeah. after yeah. it. I mean, he should have yeah. put that in, and then I was really disappointed that we didn't get a seven. I'll get to. we we'll yeah, get sorry. to
3: that point. Uh, Forrest gets a seven. McGregor gets a nine. Dembele gets a ten. Andy Hardy gets a ten. Yes. <laughs> Andy Hardy gets a ten. Majestic from Hardy Wasteful possession. <laughs> aimless passes and needless fouls. A benchmark <laughs> for all Scottish youngsters would have been a we rate. Dogs thirteen out of ten. If he'd lasted more than thirty nine minutes, a Rangers supporter. Um, this must be mentioned when
0: and also have the
3: full Celtic support sing your name. I
5: that
0: was fantastic. That was, wonderful. That was Look, off a perfo- wonderful
4: performance. What is the We Rate Dogs thing? I don't know. It's a Twitter account where you can get your dog rated. No, M so does it? <laughs> oh, does it? He will rate a dog for you. Are they
5: generous kind of ratings, or is it a snidey
4: kind of thing? A mixture. If you've I got, any, if you've got, I bird, don't have a dog. Just so. get on there, yeah. bang it. Just Google search dog. I'll, d- I'll no. just send in a random pic.
3: Um Griffiths also gets a ten. Wound up the zombies with heated keep keepy he uppies. Very good, <laughs> good terrific stuff. Um, so yeah. Graham, thanks very much. did um, the get? I think Ronan did the re- review of the pod um, of the game as well. Um, the guys do this every straight after the game. I could never do it because I'm either steaming or i have got housework. Aye
4: it's very important the ironing doesn't do itself doesn't does do it itself.
3: so thanks to all the cynic, cynical writers who do stuff for the website and uh, yeah terrific Top work. Um, Kieran what were you going to say you were going to say something about we we'll see
4: good. just on Andy Halliday obviously singing his name was brilliant from the fans so well done no swearing on this podcast do s- we first uh, believe obviously getting him off the pitch was the right decision should Marty have waited until half time and just not brought him on do you think that five minutes that's an excellent point Dermot
5: I don't think Marty thought that he could play those extra seven minutes without conceding <laughs> a goal honestly I think that was what was in his thinking that perhaps if, aye, if he can get to half time 2-0 they're still in it slightly and he can maybe change stuff uh, I, I don't blame him for taking him off. Halliday was shocking. Uh, we were but saying but he but threw him under the bus. He didn't. That was disgraceful. But Halliday's always been shocking. Not to that level. That was pitiful. I've, I can't since remember since seeing since a angels professional just player like that. Since
3: Rangers have been in the Premiership, Halliday's
5: been jobbies. Yeah, but not in that kind of extent. he
0: still put himself about a bit, and he would make him a nuisance of himself, even yeah. if it was dirty tackles. It, it would still, still rise up. I mean, team, you, you remember him
2: taking uh, yeah. Pat, Roberts. Pat Roberts out straight away See, and then getting
3: Oh yeah. He's, he looks like I'm doing a finger thing when I point at my nose, like an, he's like an eagle, an angry
4: eagle. And and it's less magic, like a gull. A gull. Yeah. Angry gull a, cormorant.
3: a gull that's got in about some like rancid meat and it's like, this is
4: horrible. Let's get a little bit of rat. Mm.
3: So he's a seagull that's got into some rancid meat with a ratty thing on its beak. Yeah. That is if Andy Halley's listening to this by the way. <laughs> I'd
5: say it's one of those pigeons you get in central with like you know what I mean? <laughs> no feet what? one of the pigeons you get hopping round central with no feet You oh, know? that's really shady <laughs> I don't know if it's shady <laughs> for Andy Halliday <laughs> it
4: it's a good metaphor for his performance at the weekend the, pigeon,
3: though. Though, the pigeon's at least making a challenge <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's getting a booty it. it's annoying people yeah. I mean, it's, get yeah. that pigeon to fuck which
5: has and been put off more than I think um, Halliday takes a flack but Russell Martin Oh my God, Russell Martin was honking. He was, he was a disgrace as well. Terrific M- use of the word honking. I know. I'm, I'm trying not to swear. I'm trying <laughs> to make it family friendly. Uh, oh, and that, I that, that sure came to mind. <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, and McCrory as well just showed he's not a centre-half. No, yeah,
3: yeah, I think, I think you know, in all seriousness though, we were talking about earlier on when when we were setting up myself and Dermot and like, I rate McCrory. McCrory's a good player. McCrory's one of those players who... He's a young guy who's came through at absolutely the wrong time, yep. just in that he's surrounded by pr- professionals of decent standard. Uh, um, Jamie Murphy's a decent player. Doran's is a... I mean, I totally forgot yeah. Murphy was playing. Yeah.
4: Dor- right. Doran's is a decent De- player.
3: Doran's has played at a, a decent level for most of his career, career either mid to bottom half of the, um, the Premier Premier League or top end of the championship. But league.
4: this is good. There's, as you say, there's a few decent-ish young and players. Blown. Yeah. Um, but hopefully we've just broken. Them. Just but broken their spirit. I think I guess. Um, Do
3: you want them all to retire?
4: I you know
2: No I,
3: <laughs> You know I can't believe you did that, you know. and um, Kieran, man of the match. Because I think we mean you're definitely going to differ. No, maybe not. But I think yeah, man of the match.
0: For all of the Encham um, and Brown's performances and the way Encham is finding space it's hard to look past how important Dembele was Mm. as a striker he helped link the midfield up the amount of times the ball was put I mean that that poor boy McCrory was obviously playing in the wrong place I think Dembele noticed that because Dembele bossed him whole game absolutely bossed him Um, and it just link up play and then to be honest see to cap it off with that penalty I mean I can't really give on just for the penalty alone but my god to have the the balls to do that wheelbarrow, walking around with a wheelbarrow. Has to so bottle? I feel, I feel his inf- his influence in the game. I think edges out and Chairman Brown.
3: Okay, fair so enough. So for that Dembele, would be I your you be your man of the match, Dermo.
5: Yeah, I'd go with Dembele. I think. Uh, I just felt sorry for the Rangers' defence, to be honest with you. Uh, I think from start to finish, Dembele went out and he was up for it and he, he was going to tell them apart, and that's what he did. Uh, and I'd, I'd like to see him do that more often, to be honest. There's a thing about Dembele this sort of year. I've it's, well, it's got
3: a, I'll, 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 a question for you, but I just want to hear no. what, you, what who your man of the match should be.
4: Yeah, I, I agree with both these guys that Ncham, Dembele who did you? London, Broughton? You didn't land.
3: No, me. he didn't land. But he did belly. In I belly. But he
4: said, "Aye, I think should be in there as well." Yeah, but for me, Scott Brown. Look oh, at his wee ratty face.
3: Look it. at his wee. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was come on, he bossed Boston, commanding, commanding. He embarrassed them. He literally did that the Ric, did the Ric Flair strut was, halfway through. It was that's incredible. WG, that's
3: him. But
4: as you, you do need to just well shout out all of them. Gordon clearly didn't have enough to do it to get man of the match, but when he was called on, he was fantastic. Uh, but Dembele was goal
3: saving, uh, goal saving saves essentially. No, yeah. because not yeah. you know like so. I mean, we can't put in, can't, can't emphasise, I can't emphasise enough how impressive those go- those saves were. Just absolutely tremendous.
4: Dembele's penalty was so good he literally couldn't take another one. He's like, I That's me. I'm Here you out, go. guys. Here you go. Who wants one? There's my
3: wee pal. Up you come, pal.
5: You've enchanted I me. Mean, the saves just reminded me of Gorham, and it pains me to say it, but it was that kind of thing, yeah. but it was just, yeah, how did he save oh, it yeah. again and again? You um,
3: know? I actually, I agree with all your sentiments in terms of Dembele. I thought Dembele was unplayable. I thought Scott Brown and Cham were magnificent, but I would actually give the man in the match award to Callum McGregor. I think Callum McGregor was part of everything. He was at the heart of everything that worked, but...
4: Yep, yep. As were all it's, those guys. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I I, that's I couldn't argue with any of those choices. Um, yep. I th- I
3: think um, yeah, and again, I thought Tierney had an excellent game. Um, I thought Michael Lustig had a really good game. Um, I th- I thought everyone was was terrific. Um,
5: well done, guys. Who did you think their best player was? <laughs>
2: to
3: uh, I, it's tough to really look at them and not laugh to yeah. be honest. I, I mean, actually thought Morellis put himself about now. He did, yeah. No, and let's get to this. When the ball, when when, when Lustig hits the underside of the bar <laughs> um, with that clearance... So um, we helped help them to try and score a goal They can't <laughs> even take on. When, so when that ball bounces down, firstly, it's a superb technique from Lustig. There's no question. Mm. Undeniable.
4: Don't sweat the technique. Clear your Don't lines, that's clearing your lines. Clear in
3: your lines. There we go. Old school. But when the ball bounces um, to... Morellis um, Man- has got the ball. So he has the ball and all he has to do is literally put it in the net just, <laughs> just, just kick it. put it anywhere and see the, it's almost like he aimed for golden i don't, I don't know how because it's like time stop for a second i remember literally being like time stop and just waiting for him to score yeah i was waiting to get annoyed it's i was waiting to start going oh for, for, how, how we conceded to them and then when it when it when he didn't concede I, I, it took me like a second or two to mm. be like hold on a minute well, um, what happened? Yeah. Like I couldn't believe it. It was Van Vossenesc. Oh, you're right. Actually, do you know what it was like? Um, remember the guy they used to have, Moreles Who I <laughs> know missed the last was, one. I uh, for yeah. the last Not game. <clears throat> um, because there's no way he's worth 11 million quid. Key on this,
0: <sighs> and to be perfectly honest, see if there's 11 million pound in the table. Why are you not taking it?
3: Yeah, exactly. It's not
0: there. Even six million, which was reported way back in January, that's a club that's got seventeen million pound with a debt that they're going to transfer into the shares it's at some point, there. which is going to dilute the value but of the club. We know that was taking lies. The six million pound getting a clear part of that, but yeah. it was lies.
2: No not, not a in conversation conversation along
4: that that was ever real. Even if they were in sound financial footing, they would have had to accept the six million pounds on him. Yeah. Let alone eleven. But the it would be too much to to ignore.
0: They're still talking as if it is available still just now of
3: pound. Fucking nonsense, are at it. Well, they should take
4: it. Uh, yeah, good luck to
3: them. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, essentially, just I, I've watched the watched the game uh, live. Uh, not I watched it at the time live, and then I watched it as I say twice. It's just one of those really enjoyable games. However. <laughs> however. However. No, no. However. Do I ever say However. However. Um. When we can, cons- this is the point I meant to today's earlier. Uh, when Dembele scored the penalty, we literally spent about eight to nine minutes passing the ball around our yeah. back line and just keeping possession. I understand why we did that to tire them out a little bit, just to get to get get our own kind of pulses back down again. Um, a lot a lot had happened just to keep possession. It's a semi-final of you, the biggest trophy and the biggest Scotland. tournament in Scotland. You're playing a second place, essentially your biggest mm-hmm. rivals for the league. At this point, um, yeah, I get it and I understand it. However, I did find it really frustrating, and I am a football fan and I do want us to score goals. I was
0: going to say as well the, the way that they performed, it kind of made the game a bit boring at times it, because it, it was time, it killed the kind of. Momentum Momentum It killed the game A little bit Because there was another point that one uh, uh, Brown and Cham Faced each other And passed each other For what Six, seven passes And not one Rangers player Came near them yeah. Yeah. But they, they had no intense in, intention To get into the game They were not worried About getting the ball off us They were just Probably, it was probably a damage limitation For the amount of goals yeah. They were just I think they were, it in. they were
3: Happy with that They didn't yeah. want to press us And then for us To break in behind Because it just yeah.
0: killed the game I mean It, was, it made it it was always exciting because we were loving how we performed, but there was moments of the game where it was just absolutely boring because they were given nothing, and it was like we were just trying to kind of almost pass time down. Rather than actually, like you say, we should have been going at them and trying to score as many goals as we can.
3: No, uh, I know, uh, but that, see, right, that's you speaking and me speaking and thinking and us all thinking like, oh, oh it's just fucking there. Oh, right, and yeah. I totally get uh, that. I, can, I, 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 I try to put myself in Brendan Rodgers' position of just. On that Sunday, of just like we don't need to do anything here. Yeah, you know, we won the games.
4: It also but was another way to, to just well, that, well, that humiliate me? them. though it was humiliating. But no, even we, I mean, like we were just like training exercise. We were passing You smell blood there. I mean, and
5: what do you think more humiliating?
3: Six, seven yeah. nil on the
4: on the scoreboard, or yeah. you know yeah. the fact that we played with ten minutes? But it would have been nice as well. See if we would passed a hundred times and then scored, and they hadn't touched the ball for hundred passes, or some ridiculous number of passes. I absolutely get what you are saying, and I wanted us to by pump the way. Them it, isn't, 7-0, it,
3: it, isn't a cr- it isn't a criticism of oh, Brendan Rodgers. like, would, I sounds like you want out, it.
4: to be honest. Hashtag. Yep. Hashtag Brendan, Brendan out. Brendan out. Dial it in.
3: No. Hashtag.
4: Um, Murty in. Me in. You in. Yep. Can I get a
3: job?
0: Sure. Good. I am yeah, down with that. Any any other game, and I'd be happy. I would be happy with that. They kinda of hold just retaining possession and that. But see, when it was them on that day when they were so shite.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I really wanted to just be continually moving ah. forward. Any time I'm happy, yeah, it's all about uh, ball retention, possession. Stop the stop the opposition of having the ball. But yeah, on this one occasion I thought, you know what, we could just continually go forward and go forward and just try to score. As many I things. just I, I was a little bit frustrated. But
5: I mean, I was frustrated as well. I think that we should have got more goals, but also I think they were going to get more sendings off if we went at them. They were gonna just be taking folk down. That, and that's, Morelis, a, that's a good point. was I mean, about to, to go a point about protecting any players point
0: as well. But as, see actually, now I can remember, seeing you see the stats, the stats don't need too much of how much of a domination. It was thirteen shots to their seven, five of ours on a target need four target.
5: Yeah, but it's stats, isn't it? I, mean, I know it's on, stats, you need know. to stats watch the game. Shite,
4: but
0: but like, when it comes to like shots on target, we actually only had one more. When really we the, how much domination we had with that we should have been peppering that goal with we chances. Well,
3: see, see, To be fair, In shots.
5: Um, I don't see how that Callum can McGregor.
0: Be true. See Callum McGregor. Oh, I know. I was surprised at that, but that's that's hit the post. I'm pretty uh, sure.
5: Roger Kid once saved that wasn't a great shot. The, the post, post doesn't scored. count as it's as, got a, as on target, it's not target or
0: because no, seriously, the goal.
3: Uh, there, is. there was see the one um, Callum McGregor almost scored a carbon copy of his goal. Yep. When the ball and it just went over, but again, yep. just his technique when he's striking the ball was terrific. Um, Dermot, um, you are captain Dembele for this question. Mm. Given that this is from Stuart Thompson at four underscore four underscore Stew, so four four two, four four t- yep. I like it. I yep. like it. Yeah, good man. Um, given that on his day, Dembele is that good. How do we get him playing like that week in week out? For all his malaise, this season has been vastly overstated. It's hard to argue that he has genuinely looked far better in the bigger games he's been involved in.
5: Yeah, I think with Dembele, I get the impression that he's... Uh, he's wanting a bit more from the league and a bit more of a challenge. Uh, I, th- I think he's off Um uh, on a bigger challenge, really. He raises himself for the big games. He really does. And, and I think he's, that's... He's outstanding. Of, for
3: me, that's the most important thing. It is,
5: but some of the games you just think, come on, you're you're using up a jersey there. You know? I mean, even... If he'd done a Viduca, and it's it's horrible, and I hate what Viduca said it only ever been at whatever it was 70 or 80%. But I think sometimes if Dembele gave that, you know, he'd, he'd be better than what he has been in some of the games, you know, yeah. um, because you see what he can do when he's up for it. He and here's he a, f-
3: a follow up question I'm giving him two in a row, I'm giving him a workload here. Yeah, quite right. And he's good for it.
4: Yeah, and I just want to point out whoever wrote that tweet was, he's nailed it. He or she has nailed it.
3: Stuart Thompson at four, you were at the toilet, four underscore four underscore stew, as a, like four four two. Oh, I like that. Good, you should follow him on Twitter.
5: Why well, do you
4: think he's nailed it? Do you think that his malaise has been massively overstated? I think it has. I'm not yeah. saying, and he does say that it, it, it does, it is a thing. And he's been is, injured this season, I think, is it's, another point. Yeah, he's been injured, he's been coming back. I think this idea that he's been utterly terrible, other than oh, the odd yeah. game, I think it's I a I think the issue
3: with Dembele is. Um, And this is something that haunts certain players. Uh, Some people look at him and they think he's not interested. Yeah. But that's just him. I think he's a bit of a sort of big sulking but boy. I think that's just what he's like. He, he, act, see when he scores for fun at the France under twenty ones, he reacts exactly the same as he does for Celtic. Aye. And see if he, you know, in five years' time, if he is playing for a massive Barcelona or someone, I think he'll re- I, he won't be running around with a big smile on his face, scrout shouting, "I'm playing for Barcelona." I think he'll be exactly the same.
5: But I think the accusations, cheeser on his face. Aye, but the accusations of being not interested, work in his favour because. If you say that he really is interested, is he just not all that good? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, is is He's a guy that needs three months to get back to fitness. Here's the thought
3: question, and I want both you guys' opinion on this. Um, this is from at OSN1601. Um has, That's yeah, not as good a Twitter handle. Dash. It's just his name. Um, is
4: Dembele the best since Larson?
5: Oh. Yes or no? Yeah, probably.
3: Cairn is the best since Larson?
4: I'd say so, yeah. Bowd? Aye, there's some decent strikers in there, but I think actual ability. Bang, bang,
3: Bangura. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Bangura, of course. Of
2: course.
4: <laughs> uh, no, Dembels is, uh, is the best. And so yeah, and so. I
3: completely agree with that. I think that's a very good point. on um, here's one for you. Um, this is from French Ed67. Um, this is his point. Uh, it's a myth that Forrest has been player of the year this year, in my opinion. He's behind, for me, he's behind Brown and Cham, and McGregor and probably Dembele. Discuss. P.S. Don't get me wrong. He's had a good season, but it's been exaggerated thanks to the absence of Roberts. Thoughts on that?
0: I agree. Definitely behind McGregor. I think McGregor um, has shown. We've discussed earlier on about how he's in the team through tactics and choice, not through filling a gap, yeah. which he'd been for a couple of years. Yeah. So that's how much he's improved and he's developed further into an actual key player. Um Brown, I mean Brown's just playing the, the football of his life nowadays. Between this year and last year, he is just fantastic now. He's just he's just you see yourself, we've seen it a couple of times we've discussed it as well. When he's not in the team, the drive goes down a little bit. Yeah. So it does. No so it just shows you how much of an influence he has in the team. Um, which shows with the performances. For I mean Forrest had a great first 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 six months. I mean he really improved from what we'd seen him from him. Um, um, previously, previous years because um, Roberts kept him out of the team last year Yeah. whereas Forrest has turned it around a little bit maybe it's so Roberts has been injured I think as well I think what has been key for that is the formation playing a back three with the having a, a wing back I think Forrest is more disciplined for doing that than what Roberts is because Roberts is, um, isn't the particularly the best at getting back or tackling, whereas Forrest seems to be able to do it a lot better and we've played enough a back thing an awful lot over the last two or three months. Yeah. Um uh, and Cham has shown he's got qualities. I wouldn't say he has got better as the seasons go on, but I feel there's a lot more to come from him. I feel yeah. that he is next year I think will be his year. I think yeah. we're looking at him being player of the year next year the
5: thoughts i mean i think the question i totally disagree i think forrest has been really exceptional in time, exceptional at times this year and i think we've been lacking forward drive and actually attacking intent for large parts of the season um and forrest has kind of can offered that i agree with that mcgregor um is really coming Come back onto a game And he was great at the start of the season I just don't think he was consistently doing it all the way through Sometimes because he wasn't even actually getting picked In certain pu- certain positions uh, It kind of went against him I think Brown's been brilliant And Cham's nowhere near player this season for me I think he's shown in fits and busts what he's got but And I agree with you there's a lot more to come But he's not been that sustained level of, yeah. of effort Throughout the season
3: Bowed. I'm not even going to ask you because it's Scott been for you This is another Aye. question um, Correctly me? so at jamie67 um, constant twitter ads. thanks a lot Jamie uh, is there any chance Nibeli stays next season because I'm going to be so sad if only uh, has these last few games Aww. and why hasn't Tam got a new lifetime deal given him unlimited money this guy wants to bank up so just to keep <laughs> Tam but I, I admire that and, you know it's, it's fair enough is there any chance Nibeli stays next season or are we all resigned to the fact that I think he'll stay I think we'll, uh, certainly, seriously I think we'll, I think he'll be there until Christmas
4: Yep, I don't think it's impossible he'll stay, but I think it's more more likely that he'll he'll go. Um, I, I mean, surely is like going.
5: Surely is going from his point of view, but also from the board wanting to capitalise on his value. <laughs> I mean. Got mind we're talking about Celtic here, you okay. know. And unless <laughs> we can, can sign up to another contract, he's—I he's, he's, don't think he's signing another contract. I think he's came what he said he'd, he'd do. He's kind of like McCann like that, isn't he? I'll come, I'll do this. This is what you'll get, and then I'll, I'll move on to better things. And fair play to that, you know. That's that's how you work. Right? Exactly. Well.
0: Do you think? I think maybe his value may have dipped a little bit from last year because of his form dipping. So Celtic so might be thinking, you know what? That's why, we to
3: cash him in just now that's why I think just now, where That's why I think we're going to far. get. A, I'm going to keep him till January. I think we'll get him till January. I think he he his advisors are smart enough to know that if we get into the champions, actually, let me rephrase that. If we get into the Champions League, I think he'll stay for a Champions League campaign because he's not signing for a Champions League club in England. He wants to go to England. Fair enough, but he's not signing for a Champions League club. So essentially, this could be his last at the, crack at the Champions League for a while. And, no. and if it's when Celtic just happened to be on the up curve of having learned and developed and maybe got some more players in, lucky draw, we could end up getting to the last 32, he last does, 16.
5: He doesn't need to go to England though.
3: He will, go, he wants to go to England, yeah, he, he said maybe that, does, he's made
5: that
0: clear. Chansar would probably got to France first for Marseille, because I know there's
3: big rumours of Marseille
0: right? on him. Marseille or Monaco Marseille even. Marseille would take him possibly, because Marseille could possibly offer Champions League football next year as well. Yep. And I, that think, would be I think a stepping stone he, for his development to take him up the wa- He wants league. to go to England. The thing I is, I know, but he might not get that directly, like you said. He's not going yeah. to sign for Champions League now, which is what he wants. You, so he's he's got got know, he doesn't he want to go and sign for like I know, West Brom, Stoke, and no, but like no, but
3: he's, he's not going to. But that's my point. No, he might have to settle for a Arsenal. who <laughs> <laughs> are not going to be in the Champions League. You yeah, know what I mean, so my my point is, I think he'll think, I think he'll say, I've got plenty of time. Time's on my side. Mm like if, if Celtic qualify for the Champions League I can have one more crack here but then he might not listen he, not right, so because much. Marseille, if, can't if Marseille have the Champions League they could League, potentially win the Euro- Europa League so
0: mm. they could have a Champions League next year but also the French League is a bit more competitive and there's bigger games there so you might think well I'll maybe take a year a year and a half in France to develop my game a bit further against because like we was saying right. you, you can almost see the fact of the challenge isn't there from week in week out with this, the Scottish League yeah. so maybe going into the French League taking another step up just just another step to get to England another country another culture the way that their football plays to then get him into England
3: no fair, listen hey fair enough essentially I don't I, I love Dembele I don't want him to leave if he does leave I couldn't give a shit where he goes just as long as we get money for him yeah. as long as we get as, as long as we get a decent turnaround for him then absolutely fine
5: think, wish him the best you know yeah. and thanks for all you've you've done but who cares where to, he goes he's
3: been the best striker since Larson so yeah. that's it um, final question before we move on to our fun feature to wrap the show up.
4: Fun guys. Fun guys.
3: Um, what do you call, who's the coolest uh, guy in the hospital?
4: I know the answer to all of these. It's the, the ultrasound
3: you? guy. Oh, fuck.
4: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Who takes over when he's on holiday?
3: <laughs> anyway, um, this is my final question. The hip replacement guy?
4: Yep. Yeah. Damn it, liked it. He got it.
3: This guy got it. Um, Stephen Hughes, Evening Gents, say you could take Sunday's team and add three new signings as starters for next year.
4: Which positions would you upgrade? So say that. Again. So if you could replace three starting so positions from from last you... year, so
3: three starting positions, or what positions would you upgrade? So you've got three players to bring in. Essentially, would you bring in another centre half to replace Boyata? Yes. So that that would be one position. Right back. Right back. back fair back. enough. Listics. You're both fucking assholes. Uh, right uh, back, centre half.
4: And it's a first team player we need. Aye. Left back, backup. No, is no, obviously,
3: no, a, none of that nonsense.
4: Uh, I would then maybe say left wing, and that Sinclair's off form. You can get McGregor in there, as we've seen. But assuming you're keeping Dembele. So you
3: know. left wing, centre half, uh, right back. I actually think that's probably the position that most people would pick. I think you'd probably be in agreement, Kieran, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was kind of leaning towards the left.
4: Some people but might say
3: goalkeeper. Some people would I, be wrong. I think it we're replacing
0: with better quality. Yeah, aye, so just if you can prove on Potentially right wing. End. I don't know if we're going to keep Roberts. Forrest, mm. we've talked about. This is this is just one season with Forrest. Is it going to continue that? Or are we going to get that can quality because we've seen within this kind of calendar year his forms dip, his performance have dipped up and down a little bit more whereas the first six months of the season I think almost every game he was fantastic and he was really improving now he's we're getting seen for us but he's going to go back to the stage where he kind of yeah. slips back
3: again the rest of the season I so can't believe I'm doing this but I'm going to defend Forrest um, I, I think his performances were so high at the start of the season and so good I'm talking about you know, Bayern Munich at home where he was literally unplayable and um, I think Forrest probably has earned slack, um, even from someone like me who's not a massive fan of him. Uh, I'm more frustrated with... Can you put the thing on back on the thing? I'm more frustrated with Sinclair because you know the level he can play at. And I think if you compare Ferris, um, Forrest's uh, dips in form with Sinclair's, it's night and day. Forrest doesn't always... Forrest goes games without necessarily... Being as influential as he can be, but he's still okay. Like, I don't think Forrest pl- played particularly well on Sunday, but he still set up one of the goals. Sinclair. Did you think he was diving off a lot at the weekend? Because there were quite a few challenges
0: Sinclair wasn't getting, but I'm, I can't remember if a few of them were like just soft shoulder challenges or whether he was actually failed not getting them. I, can't, I, I think. It's Sinclair. hard to know. Sinclair, Sinclair when, he, when he came on. Like, did he dive off for? lot? I f-
5: I mean, I think with Sinclair, you do wonder what actually happened from last season to this season because he's just he's been he's a different player. Really, it's,
3: it's literally the million dollar question. It's like I, you go from and we've discussed it at length, so there is no point dwelling on it because we'll probably talk about it at the end of the season podcast when we kind of look back on on things, which actually isn't that far away now that I think about it. Yeah, um, but it's something we can kind of look at. Um, I know that you've got some interesting ideas for that 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 podcast, some interesting features. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm going to do uh, football players between, like... chap. <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: So, yeah, we had lots of stuff to do on the SPFL and other stuff on... Re- Actually, do you know what? I'm just going to go through the Rangers stuff. Uh, the Rangers stuff, the first one was, where are Rangers, question mark, bowed, with are uh, In a big pile of shite. In a big pile of shite. As they are. Uh, Kieran Wallace slash Miller dash Harsh, question mark. Do you think the Wallace and Miller, how they've been handled by the club for you know coming out a former captain said that they've not done anything wrong probably <laughs> yeah, <that's> it. <laughs>
0: yeah it happened behind closed doors it should have been dealt with behind closed doors you don't have to be public about how it happened was it right to kind of question the manager possibly so because he got it so wrong with the tactics
5: apparently maybe the it's the
0: of way maybe the way they went about it um, don't know if it happened before the interview because Murphy looked like he was about to cry apparently, in they said,
3: apparently I've, I've literally heard the rumour that they said about him
4: yeah if they did like, that they...
3: aggressively helped. no like aggressively
4: yeah, I mean, they, if if that's true, they have be to be at the door. I can't remember. The other, the other thing, thing is, though, Kenny Miller's been undermining Murty all season.
5: Yeah, I mean Miller's making a play for that job. I wouldn't trust Miller. If if I could throw in the Rangers. Pedro. Aye, but We've Rangers right would be things. daft them, to, to yeah. have him anywhere near the club. Uh, I mean, even all that nonsense with his wife on Twitter. Dear me, that was embarrassing.
3: That was really bad.
5: <laughs> I mean, that's horrific. And when you go back to you know the all his uh, dodgy dealings. Uh, Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> uh, and the the fight, yeah, I mean, Rangers would do well to, to get rid of them.
3: Um, I'm just going to quickly go through these Andy Halliday slash Candias reaction Dermot, just like in a comment.
5: I thought it was disgraceful from Halliday. I really did. I think if if he'd put in any sort of a performance, then fair enough, but he was jobbies, that's the worst I've seen a, a player play, you know <laughs> who are you shouting at mate, that's a joke and actually if he was shouting at Jimmy Nichols, lucky Jimmy Nicol didn't go up and batter him because he would
0: Do you know what's, it's delicious but it just yes. shows it's falling apart and we get to play him again in less than two weeks and
3: yeah um, I'll take this one, Chris Common's take on Andy Hardy, thoughts, question marks and then in brackets I've put pigs in glass houses shouldn't throw
2: Pies I yes. all of that. I was reading Chris Common's
3: book. take on Andy oh, Halliday yeah, and then I put <laughs> pigs in glass houses I, I thought that was a phrase when I was writing it Did you? Uh, <laughs> I don't think you did Pigs in glass houses sh- th- shouldn't throw pies <laughs> Oh I think Andy Halliday's a bad thick guy who shouldn't have done that he's a bad fucking vile, vile. congealed pig fat <laughs> Anyway, uh, final one, what do Rangers have to do to get, get their house in order? Um, but again, that's something we can just... Uh,
5: a lot of money.
3: Get rid of the king. Rid yeah. of the king, rid of the board. The
4: manager, play. the players, the fans aren't great either. Is that <laughs> again. <laughs> you could <laughs> just... It's a hilarious? horrible stadium. I know.
3: Etc, <laughs> <laughs> etc. Et um, so, we're just going to skip on to our final... Uh, Got a decent car park, are you? Hi.
5: Do they still own it? No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the... Uh,
5: well it's security over it security over it apparently
3: not that I would know anyway um, so I just I thought this was a nice feature we could finish with um, and I'll explain thoroughly because the system stinks (laughs) stinks As a problem. Y- you need
5: it? to explain it so that folk know we I w- maybe I will have do. some I knowledge about do. football. I will Olympics. do.
3: So um, Brendan Rodgers um, did his uh, all-time Celtic 11 a nice little segment on Celtic TV it was, it was released on Twitter as well nice wee video, 10 minutes. Well, what was it? Um, I'm going to tell. say that now okay. if
4: you You'll be astounded He was allowed one current player
3: and one Lisbon line? One current player and one Lisbon line We aren't So we're not, um, I'll get to our um, so,
0: he's, so he was selected of all time? Whereas we restricted to the 1995 normals.
3: I will see if you just fucking let me... Just let him him explain the shit. All
0: he just says, right, see you there, going to just pick, pick, pick.
3: No, you people are absolute idiots. You people. Um, No, okay, so Brendan Rodgers 11. So in goes he had Paki Bonner. Um, He mentioned Boric as well, but um, went with... Paddy Bonner, whose career was destroyed with the back pass rule. Um, Paddy Bonner, once in a game for Ireland, uh, in a qualifying game, got passed the ball back and kept the ball for nine minutes. He held the ball for nine minutes Lingmets. and he, apparently because of that game, that's the reason they've brought in the back. I'm not, I'm not,
5: I'm <laughs> I honestly not, can't not believe not that.
3: I'm not joking It wasn't nine minutes I think nine minutes exactly. Nine minutes but, Nine minutes
5: That's nonsense
3: No it was, like, it was like five minutes Or
5: something I said nine minutes But five I'm minutes is nonsense minute For time wasting as well You know uh, what I mean Absolutely <laughs> <Come> on, Ninety <laughs>
3: seconds <laughs> I what exactly. you're thinking F- No because no, no there was no time you, you literally could hold the ball For as long People didn't No you couldn't You'd yes, get you booked could. for
5: time wasting You're not allowed to just Stand and hold
3: We're talking about the mid 80s mate Look back oh Go back oh and look far I'll, 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 I'll say the Fucking arsehole uh, carry da- on Chris Danny, Sorry. Danny McGrain at right back um, Roy Kinn, um Paul Elliott Anton Rogan which was an audition. Um Scott Brown a defensive midfielder and then the two other central midfielders um, I think it was kind of like a 4-1 4-3 uh, it was like a 4-3-3 three, three, essentially with like a sort of an inverted diamond um, McStay, Burns then Jimmy Johnston, Kenny Dalglish, either side of Henrik Larsson. So it's an incredibly strong team. Um, it got me thinking about who we've seen um, and players. So we basically what we've done is I've I've given a list. Um, we've got, I've broken into sections. We have a list of players in front of us. So it's Celtic players from sort of 1994 onwards. Um. No current players are involved. So goalkeeper, left back, right back, centre back, left wing, right wing, central midfield, and strikers. They're broken into sections of four. So for every section, there is four possible candidates, and I've asked each cynic to pick one. So, for example, I'll we'll start with goalkeeper. So the goalkeeper we've got Pat Bonner, Robert Douglas, Arthur Borich, and Fraser Foster. Who is your goalkeeper, Dermot, and why?
5: Boric just because uh, I think he was a breath of fresh air when he came in he, he wound them up so much um, I mean I feel bad not picking Bonner because Bonner really was a childhood hero of mine um, he was terrific for the Republic he was and the penalty save against Tomofty uh, when he played Romain it was amazing um, save against England etc but Borich. Boric recently was very good and uh, really just wind them up to high heaven it was just amazing to see
3: i should highlight that there is no i've just picked random players so there'll be lots of unbelievably good players left out player but i've just i've succinctly put it down to a certain number because we are kind of struggling for time and also um we could be here all day frankly Aye. so Kieran, who's your goalkeeper um, I'm the same with Borich. I was close with Foster I think
0: Forster's standing outstanding shortstopper, but he just couldn't catch a ball. Yeah, he, he crosses Borich, great stop, shortstopper, great with feet, and a bad character. It's what you don't get in football game. Football oh, great, players are no fought. now. Scott Brown's got a better character now. This couple, last couple of years, but Borich is a right good character. Even when he wound up his own players again, that bad Barney bit. He's a right mar- good. He's a right a good boy. Pounds, a uh, banter.
5: He signed an autograph just a regularly see him in England. Uh street, um, nipping in for a bottle of vodka. And <laughs> yeah, and literally, well, middle of the day and
4: like a
0: Tuesday. He also had a huge big picture of the Pope in his house. <laughs> As we all do.
4: Um, Chris Bowd, Yeah, sorry, I was just searching for Paddy Bonner holding the ball. So <laughs> 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 there is chat that he maybe kept the ball for six minutes against Egypt Boom, dribbling it around that his box and picking it up again. Yeah. Right. Which okay, is not holding right, on to the ball. But that's
3: what I mean. I didn't I didn't mean you know. like just standing holding the ball. I meant I, I I didn't think he myself fanning about. I think would be the fanning a with the ball. <laughs> um so uh, Chris Chris uh, he was a hero though. I love Paddy Bonner and I also think um he uh, he's actually not the worst pundit. He's not the best, but he's not the worst.
4: Goalkeeper. Um I've went for Boric as well. There's a few names on there. Pat Bonner I remember fondly, but not as good. Um he was Man.
3: rubbish towards the end, Pat Boric. Yeah. <laughs> Brad
4: Douglas yeah. did a lot. Boric, to be fair, well, not to be fair to him, but he wasn't great towards the end, but just when he was at the top of his game, he was one of the best goalkeepers in Europe. So, uh, Fraser Foster again, that was tough, because I think when he was playing fantastically for us, again, he was great, but for me, just Arthur Boric.
3: I've actually went with Robert Douglas for a number of reasons. Um, one of them being, I really like him as a guy, I think he's a genuine guy. I think he got a big opportunity in football when he took it with both hands. He d- he wasn't the best goalkeeper, but I genuinely think he always gave one hundred percent, which you could question Boric Bono. with. No, 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 listen, or terrific, right. Robert Douglas the ball far too much. I think um for his performance against Valencia yep. in Valencia, which is mm-hmm. I think probably the best goalkeeper <laughs> display I've ever seen from <laughs> certainly a Celtic goalkeeper. Um his performance against Liverpool. Um, in the quarterfinals and yeah, I think the Seville run okay, you can talk about the final itself but I think there was mitigating circumstances with Baldy getting sent off, etc, etc but Douglas for me, I think um, I thought he was a phenomenal goalkeeper, I thought he was very underrated, he had his flaws but I can understand why you you guys picked Boric and so I would go with Rob Douglas okay, so left back um, we've got four options again um, and if you want to do this, uh, tweet us at ninety minute cynic with your kind of choices. So left back: um, Tosh McKinley, Tom Boyd, Lee Naylor, or Emilio Izaguiri. Um For me, it was between actually, it was between two. I'll start this time. Um, actually, it wasn't between two. It was Tom Boyd. Um, mm-hmm. I think. I think. Right answer. Take Tom Boyd out of the equation. Um, I really like Tosh McKinley. I thought Tosh McKinley was a tremendous crosser of the ball. Um, always looked ill, yeah. <laughs> just the way he used to run, Tosh. Um, Izzy was phenomenal before he broke his leg, um, mm-hmm. just an absolute beast. And Lee Naylor was um, a nice guy, maybe, I don't know. Six months, solid six months. Solid six Lee months. months. Um, off to a fine start.
5: Good against Man you
3: yeah. He did have games. Yep certainly played games <laughs> Pro- played Celtic. games <laughs> <different> <laughs> he, he was sure. there I I, yes. I, I, I thought he, he did start well but we we left back was a bit of a hole for us what was the thing
5: in Kerry Dale Street used to always the Lee Naylor profile was like Nash Nash some guy used to always going. it used to be quite funny anyway uh, you need to give us something yeah. of why it was I, funny. I, I, I t- Nash Nash was basically, it was catchphrase. It, was,
4: it reminded me of the Beano, right? You know? Okay, and he's just that. He's just that. The weasel. In yeah. yeah. right. the 50s, that shit would have went down really well.
3: Exactly. Um, death of a Salesman.
4: Anyway, um, who'd you pick, both? Uh, Tom Boyd is an absolute hero of oh, 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 you Have not picked Bode? I have <laughs> not. And I... I've I see every one of them. I've just, my system, there's no consistency. But <laughs> Have you got I them? went with Zagiri. Oh, um, fuck's yeah, sake. Again. Rat bag. Get yourself to not only was it just a phenomenon. Phenomenon. Tom Boyd, <laughs> no? a, Tom Boyd is the captain who stopped 10 in he a row. He was, and he was one of my favourite players growing up. Do you want a chance to reconsider? I just, you know, as he was, we, as you say, we struggled for so long at left back. Like, we had nobody, everybody was shit, and then we had Izzy. It was just
1: for one season, yeah, half of and a, not even the last fun. game of that season or the last uh, couple of games. they hey, already Can listen.
4: I? Um, what <laughs> okay, fair I'm enough. mixing it up. Does okay. everyone okay. want to say Tom Boyd? Yes, okay, you Aaron, should do Tom
3: Boyd.
0: Well, I could have oh, the crowd, he's with Lee
4: Okay,
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll that. no, I'll go with Tom Boyd. Tom Boyd, um for all the fantastic, same reasons. Right, uh, okay, right back. I'm going to start with Kieran. Um I have Okay, let, let me give you the option, sorry. Apologies, Kieran. Um Jackie McNamara, Didier Gat, Andreas Hinkle and Paul Telfer. Remember, as I say, there are players who we will have left back um left um out, but this is just uh we're doing a sample and uh, as I say, let us know your thoughts. Kieran, right back, who have you chosen? I went
0: for Andy Hinkle. Oh, okay, I really liked him. As a, I thought he was a really solid left back defensively, and was also good getting forward. I get fantastic getting forward, but was very poorly defending. Couldn't cross. Um, Paul Telfer was never really a fan of him. Jobbies Didn't like him, but, um, but Andy Hinkle I was thought and it was a shame that he kind of. He, again, he was another person who got injury. Did he not break his? Was it break? broke his leg? Did I he? Was about leg, to he? Say he's ankle. He player,
3: it. player who never quite fully recovered after. Which was a shame break. because up to that point, I thought he was phenomenal.
5: Um, good stuff,
3: and Hinkle uh, Dermot.
5: Oh, cool! I'm glad you asked this because you left us out in the, of the left back question. But didn't you didn't say it? Well, you know, to I didn't Boy get a chance to expound oh. at length oh. and why Tom why Boyd Tom was a Boyd good player. Uh, Because we swapped Cascarino for Boyd So you had the specific Apologies Cascarino for Boyd Best bit of of business that ever happened Uh, At right back I find this really tough between Hinkle, McNamara and Agat I went with Agat Purely because of his pace And looking at the the other players I was going to pick in the team Uh, I loved McNamara um, Especially in that season McNamara and Donnelly Used to link up all the time and McNamara was a bit unlucky after that when he kind of, he got dropped from he Foreg. got injured
3: and then a Neil for a Neil's first season he was injured yeah,
5: yeah. and then a gap kind of came in and, and that was
3: it um, but then he evolved into
5: he did, I mean be, he almost very much like McGregor yep. where he could actually not just do a job but be brilliant in other positions but I'm going with a gap for my overall formation
4: Boddington Steele very similar to Dermy, but I landed on McNamara instead of a gap. Why McNamara? Just for the same the reasons we talked yeah, about there. Just a, a hero. I nostalgia, which didn't didn't cut it for Tom Boyd. <laughs> 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 uh,
3: I was actually funny. I was kind of like Kieran, and, and Andy Hinkle and Jackie McNamara. I absolutely seen the the quality that a gap brought, and he was part of. He was part of such an amazing team, and just wonderful, um, but he always was a forward who was reverted to right-back, whereas yep. McNamara and Henkel were natural right-backs, and I think you've seen that from their intelligence, the way they used the ball, the way they knew the position. Um, so yeah, Jackie and McNamara for me. Uh, two centre half positions, so this is column one. Mark Reaper, Alan Stubbs, Virgil van Dyke, and Bobo Baldy. Uh, who did you pick from column one, Chris Bowd?
4: Honestly, could have picked any of those. Um, they're all fantastic centre-backs, uh, Baldy did have periods where he was poor, but when he was excellent he was just out of this world, um, however, I've landed on the unprofessional Virgil van Dijk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the
3: unprofessional Virgil van Dijk, um, but just because you think he maybe stood out and of what he became stood since?
4: Out, he's shown, obviously, he's got a bit of class and he's got that bit of passing, um, whereas Mother Choice, who actually can pass as well, but it's just a big hard bastard, so...
3: Yeah. Uh I also went with Virgil van Dijk. I have a caveat. Uh I I don't have a caveat. I just want to say how much I I it would have been Mark Reaper if he'd been here longer. Um I just don't think think we've really seen enough oh, I, I loved him. I thought he was classy, I thought he was silky, um scored the goal in the ninety eight League Cup final, Ibrooks loved him. Uh retired over a broken toe. I mean, you know <laughs> get get the fuck. I mean, you know Gary Lineker. I feel Nippy, demo.
5: I think these uh, groupings of centre halves you're <laughs> yeah, the next one are massively, long-sided. massively mismatched. Uh, they absolutely are mismatched, but it's purposefully done, right? I, th- I think I'd go between Reaper and Stubbs, and I'm going to go for Reaper. I think about the thing about Van Dyke is he looked like he could cut it with us, and he, he could, but he just didn't. I don't think he showed the what he is now when he was playing for us. Yeah, uh, Baldy. I loved Baldy, but uh, he, he wasn't as good as Reaper or Stubbs. Uh, Agreed. So I'm going for Reaper.
0: I'm the same as we are. I went with Reaper over Van Dyke because <clears throat> the, way, the way Van Dyke plays now is not the way he played against us. Okay. But he was obviously developing with us. Yeah. Um, but there's something about Mark Reaper, I just thought he was a really c- talented quality class mid uh, centre half
3: yeah and on that um, you, the second centre back centre-back column Johan Mialbe Stephen, McMan- Stephen? <laughs> Stephen McManus Gary Caldwell John Hughes it's a no brainer for me it's Johan Mialbe
5: you just really wanted Mialbe in this team didn't you yep <laughs> you <know>? uh,
0: uh, <laughs> Mialbe's outstanding defender solid good passer yeah. to ball, the ball ball, though. yeah ball at his yeah. feet as well he was comfortable with it can make the pass come out of the fence So I we just kinda get a player like him now Exactly. Um, mm, good. I think
5: I mean, he was a midfielder, wasn't he? He, he, was was yeah, he converted yeah. we him A defence.
3: Um, he sco- famously scored against England. Um, mm. We'd signed him. Um, mm. He was still at EAK Stockholm. I think mean, we agreed to sign him, or we were in the process of signing him. He, yep. he scored against England um, in, a, in a victory, so which might bode well for Ayer. Midfielder converted into a centre half.
0: Exactly. All, yeah. Quite yeah. a yep. commanding player. And with that, Scandinavian. A mid- with Laund. with being a midfielder you're comfortable with the ball to your feet because you're a midfielder. Defenders sometimes, they can maybe never get taught that because they're all about defending. Yeah. Get defend the ball, give it to the midfielders, but when you're a midfielder, who's able to play and you slow them back in?
3: Yeah, and that's the kind of on. evolution of what football is these days. Um, so you've Johan, Dermot Johan.
4: Ah, uh, yeah, obviously. Out.
3: I'm going to turn to you in a second and see if it's not anyone but Johan Mjölbe. <laughs> sla- I am
4: raging that you've created these pots so that I can't have Stephen McManus and Gary Colwell <laughs> on the side. Raging. Uh, but no, I went for Johan Mialbi. Johan Mialbi, of course. Uh,
3: it gets tough from here on out. Um, so, left wing and right wing. Left wing, we've got John Collins, Alan Thompson, Bobby Petta, and Lubo Mravchik. Now, again, there was a lot of anger. Um, but I put Mravchik in there. We've went 4-4-2 in this. And Mravchik, obviously, is your number 10. I was going to do a number 10 spot that would have had Moravchik, Nakamura, Decanio, um you know a couple of other players like that kind of silky number tens even maloney could be put in there but i didn't because i wanted to make it as simple as possible and i wanted the choices to be tough otherwise we're all going to pick pretty much pick the same players so left wing i've went for john collins over lubro moravchik mm. um because john collins is one of my favorite ever celtic players um I thought he was the first time outside of Paul McStay. Paul McStay was just a universe of a football player. John Collins was the first time I looked at a player and I just thought you look like a continental footballer. Yep. You look like you are foreign. Like you're playing technical football um, you're playing uh, you, you're playing like two two paces ahead of you. It was to me it was the first kind of classy, fo- really classy football. Handsome. That I, handsome. Very handsome. Six packs. That I saw at Celtic Park. So we're talk as I say, we're talking about ninety four onwards. Um and that's not to say that other not to say there weren't other great players. I'm not saying that at all. Other handsome players. You're on this?
4: Yep. Mm-hmm. Quite a lot. Um but so John Collins for me bowed, I'm guessing you're the same. No, no. I absolutely what? agree with everything you said, but I had to get I had to have Lubo. Yeah. I had to have me some lubo. I can understand that. Um I'm gutted that I rigged
3: this game and I've actually not been able to rig one of my favourite players. Yeah, you
5: rigged it the wrong way Yeah, because I'd love Collins in my team but it's got to be Lubo for me too.
3: Yeah, I mean technically I could have put him in the right wing um, because yeah. he's so two-footed and so, you know, thingy. But okay, so you've got Lubo as well. Lubo too. Um, Kieran? Ah, uh, Lubo. Yeah.
5: Boy,
3: um, Daniel's
0: been a player technically gifted as him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rodgers can maybe get a wee bit close but for me, uh Lubo just what he could do with the ball, his feet was just fantastic. It was he just was
5: so exciting and he had that kind of fire in his belly. I just loved it when he ran back thirty yards to take down one of them.
2: The, re- uh,
3: the reason I loved I love Patrick Roberts so much is because I can he's see he's Lubo on like him. Yep. When Roberts is on the ball, it excites me the way that when Lubo was on the ball. Yeah. Um and you know, Patrick Roberts, if he signed for Celtic, um he could become in terms of what Celtic is as big a name as Lubo if, if he did come and say please stay Pat please. Alan Thompson no no Alan Thompson
5: no he doesn't get looking look in for me I think John Collins would be the one challenging uh, Lobo. Lobo and Collins also has free kicks I mean one of the first players that was really curling the ball in to first, the net for Celtic. first British
3: player ever to wear Predator first British nah, player ever to go away in a Bosman
5: probably the first British player ever to score when all your fans are banned from the stadium <laughs> that's right and, yeah. <laughs> shut them all up uh, I loved him
3: uh, right wing, um, we've got Paulo Ducanio, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Paulo Ducanio, Aidan McGady. That Sorry, that's <laughs> Um Paolo Paulo Ducanio, Aidan McGady, Sean Maloney and Shunsuki Nakamura.
5: Is um, anyone pa- picking the Nazi?
3: Nah. Kieran, I'm looking at
5: Ciaran there. And <laughs> <No. he's got laughs> Tempted. I want to baby. see if he's got pen mark around him. Nah, that's <laughs> um, okay. We're
3: going to go with Chris Bowd starting here. Um, we'll come um, to you Central Midnight.
4: Some great players there, even the Nazi was a great player, there's no denying it, but he was never getting on my side. But Shuntsuki, Nakamura, absolute. again, I hold him in that regard of uh, Moravecic and Larson and just players that we will doubtful see the like again. I think he's grossly underrated by a lot of Celtic fans. I
3: fully, i picked Nakamura as well. I, I agree with you to an extent. Um, I think we could get a player like him again. Because, well, possible,
4: but we could get a Larson in
3: No, but I think I think the difference is I think European clubs are still not going into the Asian market the way they should be. There's some absolutely fantastically talented Japanese and Korean players. You, know, if you look at Key, you know yeah. Key, Key's yeah. a guy who's went down to England and he's done really well. Oh uh, yeah, son, that's Tottenham. Yeah. So he, is he's developed
0: a lot, but, but this but, year he's becoming more of a. I think a the first f- team player was some of the talent they've got that sitting at that
3: bench. But the fact is, though, it's still, it's still that I, it's, you're still looking at it, thinking, why are aren't there more kind of um, Far East players playing in in British football? So I do agree the talent will never is underrated, but I think we may, uh, Celtic should go and plunder. Go, I think the thing is talented players there. We
5: didn't get them from Japan though You yeah, know no, <laughs> We I got no, from Italy I know exactly you know?
3: But my po- point is Fucking thingy in the middleman You know what I mean We don't have to yeah. Don't ha- Why are we buying players it, It's like hard to know If
5: someone's going to cut it Well look at Key Out with that league though uh, Yeah but Key but wasn't Dewey and Key was playing Was it Australia We took him from No, he was no? Playing, he was playing Where did career? we get Key from
3: he, he went to He went to university in Australia We got him from the, the Oh Aj- did we get him yeah. from Right We got him from the K league
5: Right that's okay,
3: um, sorry. Kieran, who have you got? Uh,
0: Nakamura. Of course. Quality player, talented player, what a free kick taker. Uh,
5: Nakamura Nakamura, amazing player, but having Nakamura on the right wing is the reason I picked a gap, just to get real pace flying up and down that wing.
3: Oh, so you, you've went for Nakamura?
5: Nakamura, yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, McGarry, traffic player, no doubt, no question. Um, Maloney loved him. Uh, they kind of can get the fuck. Central midfield, we've got two columns. Column one. Um, who is your pick from column one, Dermot? I'll give you the. Li- actually, I don't even know why I have to go through the list. But, I mean, but it's Paul McStay, Stelliam Petrov, Neil Lennon, and Paul Hartley.
5: That was McStay, obviously. You know, it's just you can't have a a Celtic team of this kind of error. I, think I have someone Paul McStay in this room in might it. disagree with you. You must be joking, because I mean. You shouldn't be sitting in, in this. I
0: never, I don't ever really remember watching Celtic around the time McStay played.
5: The time McStay played totally was like. pretty much all the eighties, like nineties, <laughs> right the way through the nineties. You know, uh,
0: uh, I was I mean, he was an like standing player, but mm. I never really, I never really seen that's, enough that's, of him to, enough. to say that. So, but I went for Petrov because there's something about Petrov I liked. I just um, that box to box player and getting in above, uh, past the striker. Um, we've not seen a player like Petrov
3: since Petrov a real box I don't know
0: Joel Ledley comes, comes close to it no, no. bit maybe not the quality
3: but Armstrong is the most that's came close to it from a goal scoring midfielder getting beyond the strikers getting beyond the lines not doing it as consistently as Petrov did but
5: um, I don't think Armstrong's got the strength that Petrov <laughs> had you know Petrov was real bustling kind of yeah, yeah. muscular type of player. I remember the player. goal
3: against um, Stuttgart when he just no. bursts through
5: and rattles it in Why did the Petrov stop hitting free kicks? Mind he rattled it in against Dundee, hit, it 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 hit one against Juve and then just never done it again. Nah. It, it was just boggling
4: why he wouldn't do that but never mind.
3: Uh, I'm it there's no question about Paul McStay. No,
4: again Stan Petrov, absolute fantastic player but Paul McStay.
3: Yeah, Paul McStay to me is the greatest Celtic player ever. Um, and so, yeah, we could make a podcast about Paul McStay, but we won't because uh, we'd cry. Um, pot two of the central... I feel it's like the World Cup. <laughs> I'm like the women doing the draw. Central midfield, pot two. Um, Paul Lambert, Joe Ledley, Victor Wanyama, Barry Robson. Kieran's quite Probably contentious.
0: Probably pot you've put in there.
3: Uh, it's a pot full of quality. Um, I love Barry Robson um, for what I just thought Barry Robson was a, again an underrated player. We rid of, got rid of him too soon. Yep. Um, loved them a lot, um, but for me it's Paul McStay. Sorry, Paul Lambert. The two Pauls in midfield. Um, I think they would make a they complement each other very well. And I also think, but Paul Lambert is just as for me. Uh, you know the way people talk about you know. McStay and Aitken and uh, Danny McGrain. I'm just the generation kind of after that and Lambert's a very iconic Celtic captain for me. Uh, you know, Paul Lambert, Paul McStay, Scott Brown, you know, very iconic in their own right and that's why I would pick Paul, Paul Lambert. Also a European Cup winner and a class act. Uh, Dermatron.
5: I thought this was a really tough one uh, for I me. Was, it was, I thought too as well. Uh, it was between Wanyama and Lambert and I went for Wanyama just thinking he would pair well with McStay. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I picked him over Lambert. Lambert, I mean, actually, I probably prefer Lambert to Wanyama. <laughs> well, actually, obviously I do, because he was there for longer and just better and an integral part of so many Celtic teams. Uh, but Wanyama yama and McStay would just be an absolute beast of a midfield. Um, I loved Barry Robson, uh, underrated. Joe Ledley I liked, but I don't think Ledley or Robson can really be rated alongside Lambert or Wanyama.
3: Yeah, I think, you know, Robson obviously wasn't there as long as he should have yeah. been and lately kind of did tail off. Kieran? I was tied between
0: Victor and Lambert. Victor was just I oh seat The last season he left, before he left us, he was just phenomenal. I mean, just yeah, such again. a powerhouse. I mean, I've never really seen, really seen a player since or even before that. I can't remember if somebody had been just so commanding and just the best at breaking up play. He could just almost win a ball off Aimdi and then turn around defence into attack for us. Um, but i just went with Lambert. Lambert was just a, a quality midfielder. Just, a class it was act. Class, class act. A, and worked out well with Petrov. The two of them did play together as well. Yeah, exactly. So they, they know each out other well.
4: Um, bowed, I am identical to Dermot in this answer. Um, I, I'm shocking myself. I really should be. Choosing Paul Lambert because he's one of the greatest players I've ever seen a Celtic jersey, but um, and it's the first time I've done it in the entire thing. But I just thought the greatest ever player, Aye. but
0: you're not going to choose him. Yeah,
4: yep. it's, it's Victor. I, I see that Paul McStay is the greatest ever player to wear yep. a Celtic top. But sorry, Jinky. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'd just Wan Yama and McStay. That would be yeah, one midfield. Old that's that you know and you know you've, you've picked petrov though so
5: <laughs> no, <laughs> but we we
3: we've, we've you know we this is a lot of fun and i you know it is tough though because you know the, you do have one out of four um and so you, as as we say you know mixed petrov lennon hartley no one even mentioned lennon or hartley um in terms of like and uh,
4: fantastic players but
3: yeah I. So, I mean, that's my point. We're, we're casting aside really, really good players to focus on other ones. Um, Striker, we've got two columns. There are four in each column, as always. Um, column number one, I don't even know why I'm even asking this, because this column has Henrik <laughs> Larson, John Hartson, Gary Hooper, and Samanas. Um, I'm going to do this two ways. I'm going to do it with Larson and then without Larson. So, we all chose Larson, right? right. And there's we don't even have to say... Well, who would you pick? If So, Hartson, Hooper, or Samaras? If you had to pick, if Larson wasn't in that pot, who would you pick and why?
4: Oh, great strikers, but it's Sammy all day long for me if I had to choose that. I was raging that Sammy was in the same pot as... There's Henry. only two pots, my man. Yeah, I want uh, Larson and Samaras up front.
3: Look at his wee face. Look at really
4: I'm really upset about this.
3: I'm sorry, my man. But no, so Sam asked for Bowd. Okay, yep. I'll just take a note of that. Sam asked for Bowd and then do a wee job beside it. Uh,
2: <laughs> Kieran Hartson, <laughs> uh, Hooper. Hartson. Sam asked. Hartson. Right.
0: Hartson. Hartson. Just, uh, a th- just, just a powerful striker. Um, finishing was fantastic. look at that go against Liverpool. Yeah.
3: Liverpool goal, I think, was, was what I scored, Remember Scored a lot of goals against Rangers. Uh, Hartson would be my pick as well, it.
5: Uh, given the team I've picked, uh, If it wasn't going to be Larson. It's got to be Hartson. Uh, I really like Samras; yeah. uh, brilliant player. I think we've got enough silky players that can run with the ball. Hartson will just batter the ball into the net. He's gonna that team will create chances. All yeah. these teams will create chances. Hartson's the one that will stand down and just kick it into the net, do what he needs to do. I hope I can get. I hope I can get to fuck. Can I, mean, get I hope get. To get so was massively overrated.
0: Yeah, am uh, my only one that really doesn't like Samras? Yes. I thought he was so inconsistent. It was so frustrating. Th- there's no he's question. Inconsistent is the one thing that killed me. That boy did not like. You can't question I'm not, he I'm not saying he, he wasn't inconsistent. inconsistent
4: I mean, but he was. there were large periods of time where Samaras was playing fantastically and huge numbers of Celtic fans were saying he's shite and he's not doing it. Sammy got a rod deal a lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sammy He got also never deal.
3: played a striker. He always played in from the left. Oh,
0: he a was front
4: three? A yeah. forward. A, forward, uh, was a
3: forward. I mean, essentially what I would say about Salmonass, and this is something that I, I still say about Stuart Armstrong, and the thing very admirable about Salmonass, is he always looked for the ball. Yeah. yeah. Even when he was in having gone through a rough period to pa- patch-up form or whether he was getting abuse, he always showed for the ball. And that's something that Armstrong does and something that impresses me. Uh, final column... Um, Cadet Sutton McDonald Pierre Van Heudonk. Um I will do this one. Uh, Pierre Van Hooydonk, I was there on his debut against Hearts at Hamden. Um One of the most thrilling goals I've ever seen, just because of when it, when it came. You know, a big, this big, powerful Dutch striker. Um, terrific. Again, kind of left the club under mitigating circumstances and uh, disappointing. How long did it last? I think he played over 100 games for us. Um, Three years, four years ago? T- 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 I think it was maybe two and a half seasons. Yeah. Um, Scott McDonald, loved him. Absolutely loved him. I thought he was a great player. He was a ratty wee... Moaning faced little. Oh. I like that. I like that. Again, that's <sighs> fair enough. Scored Offside of again. Better than Hooper. Oh
5: yeah, yeah. massively.
3: No question. Uh, Cadet, for me, one of the most naturally talented, gifted strikers I've ever seen at Parkhead, however get them to fuck.
5: The only player Celtic player that's had sex on live TV probably.
3: Of course yep. unless mm. uh, there's something Van Hoydonk's so um, but my choice would be Chris Sutton um, because Chris Sutton is one of the most art- intelligent footballers I've seen one of the snidiest footballers <laughs> I've seen, one of the most aggressive at the, and at the yeah. same time weak when he d- used to do that die, like when he was fouled. Ah, <laughs> oh, I've been fouled!
4: Um, loved him. Absolutely love Chris Sutton. Um, so yeah, Sutton for me. bowed. I absolutely agree with everything you said, and I went with Sutton as well. Um, he also has just that quality we were talking earlier about. Um, Callum McGregor and Jackie McNamara being good enough that they can just slot into different positions. Well, yeah, of course. And Sutton obviously did that. I mean, he played um, and half we, for half a season there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just his ability... To act as fodder to, or, or for a to get that uh, ball down to him and so on. Is uh, that
3: the best partnership you've seen at Parkhead?
4: Up front, it probably is. Well, um, you can't even think about this. And surely. just the trio of Hudson, Larson and so My God, that's we had. If you're looking at your free strikers up front, there were few teams in Europe at that time that could compete yeah, with the quality strikers. Yeah. You can maybe look at couples that were, you know. Cost fifty million pounds each and all that, but for free strikers, yeah. Any European team, I think you'd struggle to be that. Kieran? ah Sutton as well, fantastic but, striker. Worked so
0: well with Larson just such a great partnership.
5: Terrific, Dermot. I Sutton obviously because I've got Larson there. Uh, Big Van Hudjdonk was a beast as well, though. He oh. was Van Hudjdonk was, but uh, he wasn't as hard and as clever as Sutton. I loved Cadetti. That year Cadet was battering the goals in And I mean they robbed us of the league that year By holding up that signing yeah. The yeah. Jim Ferry man shame on you And then uh, he scored the
3: goal when it was offside remember? Yeah
5: it was a whole joke And I always remember for some reason the Aberdeen game was televised in Yeah, the middle and of the week his, uh, his debut Goal and difference
2: could be <laughs> crucial
5: <laughs> Yes yeah. uh, And I, I think I mean McDonald really put in a shift for us And he was a great player but He used to drive me wild well He just scored goals in the Champions League McDonald's, He did you know, The AC Milan was a pitch
4: I don't know if McDonald's of the quality he's that he's those of strikers are, but he was no. he was great. He's, again, probably underrated by a lot of people. Agreed. Um, and that's our
3: um, Celtic 11 um, from this batch of players. You know, we could do it again.
4: I was going to add,
5: Cadetti was also responsible for Richard Goff not playing for Scotland again, wasn't he? Because he scored the goals. He scored the, the goals, round. and then that's when Goff McCoy's went. broke his leg as well. I and Goff went mental at Roxburgh because they thought he'd been thrown under the bus. Yeah. And it's always good to yeah, get rid of. Yeah, Get rid of them. World um off especially.
3: Well. Um, but no. Um, so that was fun. What we'll do is we'll take pictures of the um, uh, kind of sheets and put them online, and uh, might even put the the teams up as well. But it's it's a good fun. It's tough. It was a hard shift to try to get a tumble. I can't believe you didn't pick Tom Boyd. By fuck's sake. Anyway, that's our podcast. We've, we've actually done two hours tonight. Um, no we've went over, but um, I'm sure you're 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 okay with that, and if, and if you're not, you can fucking suck yeah, it. Probably turned off after two minutes of this, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> to be fair. The <laughs>
5: intro did go in a bit, didn't it? Sorry. I He's happy, about I'm I'm happy to be here, Boud, that's the most important thing.
3: You're looking better beagle. and better. The more that Dermot's on this podcast, you're looking fucking diamond, son. Anyway, uh, we are the 90 Minutes Cynic. You can check out our website, 90 um where you can get access to The Cynical, which is a quarterly magazine, um, pdf and available for download. Boud, you're one of the
4: the man's One of the PDFers One, one of the PDF- ePubbles EPUBbles, you all are um, Aye, but it's a fantastic piece of business Some of the best young, up-and-coming sports writers In these United Kingdoms of Great Britain and Northern Ireland <laughs>
3: Okay
2: You're a Wow, though. I
4: hate myself yeah, yeah, The so one from the Republic uh, We do, we've got there three is, from the Republic yeah. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> so they're, But they're not young and up-and-coming they are um yeah. yeah so the cynical check it out 90minutesynic.com
3: check the website after every celtic game and you'll have a review and a rating um up um again that's done around the, the writers it's terrific it is gives you a little chuckle um yes and uh yeah you should and at one say, time nah nah you'd be terrible at it yeah. um the podcast itself you can check us out on speaker slash the 90 minute cynic we're also on itunes iTunes, if you search Ninety Minutes in it, you can get us um, there and you can subscribe to us, possibly leave a little comment we've had some great comments and ratings over the last kind of couple of weeks if you guys could keep that up, that would be terrific the more comments we get, the more ratings we get the better, but if you leave a shady one by the way Boud's going to come run right to your house
4: I will bat on you, Heavy um, batter we you. shout out to Kev as well my Twitter honors after your shite, you're talking shite.
3: Aye, Kev, Kev, better watch himself. <laughs> or my, me and Maric will go up in pure... Shut up, you'll t- do nothing. You'll do nothing. <laughs> um, so check us out on iTunes, that would be terrific. All of our kind of details and dates and everything are on the Twitter a- account at 90 Cynic. If you follow us there, you'll get all the information about when things are released and when things are coming out. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash 90 Um But yeah, follow us on Twitter, follow us on iTunes, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening as always. Um, Dear McCoy, it's been an absolute pleasure.
5: Cheers, thank you. I've really enjoyed it again.
3: As always, you're looking terrific. Kieran Haran, always fun to come on and do a bit hon I, I don't care for that phrase myself but <laughs> fair enough uh, bowed Bye. good I'm Chris Gallagher he's Dermot he's but he's bowed we're the 90 Minute Cynic and we'll speak to you down the road mm.
2: Once I had my heroes Once I had my dream, But it all of that